Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a What is going on, everybody? I'm going to do my intro. This is Drew here. I want to welcome you all to a new episode of Not Phoenix Down, but the N4G Radio. This is episode 325 for February 10th, 2014. Uh, As you can tell, I am not zero tolerance. He unfortunately cannot join us this week, but we are going to continue on. So let me do my introductions. We have Jason Gambrell. Greetings, programs. We have Ryan the Wombat Wombold. Hey there. Justin the Killer Wolverine Testa. Hey, Happy New Year. Uh, yeah. Yeah, has it been that long? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Jesus. <laughs> we also have John W. Go Seahawks. Oh, fuck about. <laughs> you know, I'm going to say this because it was horrible. It's horrible anyway, but I'm going to say it. I saw a picture of, um, oh, God, Philip Seymour Hoffman, and it said, uh, <laughs> the Seahawks won't win the Super Bowl in my lifetime. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. That's he missed it by about eight hours. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. And uh, finally, we have with us Jay Lee. Hi, everybody. So, yeah, video games, man. It's um, been somewhat of a quiet week for everybody, at at least for me. Um, I am working on a single review game right now. Um, But, yeah, let's start off with Jason like we always do. Jason, what you been fondling? How about I turn around and start with you? You're going to turn around and start with me? Yeah. Can you do that? Yeah. I, I. you know what? Chaos. We are, yeah. This is gone a bit weird. I'm, I'm not digging this shit at all. <laughs> Cats and dogs living together. <laughs> so, what do you? What would you like me to talk about, Jason? Um, what, what, where do you uh, going to review? I am actually reviewing uh, Lightning Returns, Final Fantasy Thirteen. Okay. Okay. And, so, are uh, you? Uh, under embargo? I am unfortunately under embargo until Tuesday, so I cannot uh, talk about it. I will say well, this. I have put around 11 hours into it right now. Okay. And um, it's, I mean, the demo is obviously out, and you can get some impressions there. Uh, it is very, very different compared to 13 and 13.2. Okay. I, re- I kind of really need to download that demo and try uh, I kind of got... The first one went off the boil for me, and I played about fifty hours of it, and I just gave up. Um, uh, but the I must admit, I do kind of like the the whole uh, dress system. Um, you know, the 
the constant switching between the different classes just by changing your outfit. I think that looks quite cool, and I don't know. I need to give it a go. Yeah, definitely give that demo a shot. I mean, how um, how different was uh, two to one? If you know what I mean, or what, you know. Um, it wasn't. I mean, they changed up a little bit from uh, thirteen to thirteen two. Uh, you, you don't change up party members as much. You just have the same two party members, but you get uh, an extra monster. So you can like tame monsters in thirteen two, and you can have them as an extra party member. And so whenever you're switching paradigms, uh, you switch out your monster, and each monster has like a different. They could be a saboteur or a you know commando or something like that. Um, and there was a lot of customization there. Um. And in 13 Lightning Returns, I mean, from the demo, you can obviously tell you don't have any other party members. It's just Lightning. Um, and it's all about the paradigm shifts are kind of like changing up the costumes. And, you know, the costumes, you can equip different abilities to them. And uh, depending on what she has equipped, mm-hmm. like the the armor and the shield and the sword, they all do different stat boosts and stuff like that. Okay. So how does the level up system work? Do you still level up and does that give you sort of better abilities and better um, sort of attacks uh, without going into it too much. Cause I know you can't, you don't, you don't level up in final fantasy 13 lightning returns. What? You don't. It's an RPG. No, you do not gain experience points. You do not level up. Oh, that's it. I'm fucking out. That's just <laughs> what the fuck. I mean, you, you can, you can, uh, become stronger, obviously. Um, well, but, how does that work if you're not leveling up? I can't tell yeah, you. Yeah, that's weird. Is it, is it not included in the demo, then? It's not included in the demo, no. Oh, okay. You'll have to tell us off-air. Yeah, I will tell you guys off-air. That's really weird. Uh, yeah. It's, like I said, it's very, very different from any Final Fantasy I've ever played. Wow. Okay. But yeah, I've been playing a lot of that. Um, played some more Blue Dragon. We're close to the end of that on Phoenix Down. I think Ken may have even finished it. I'm not too sure. Nice. Um, other than that, I mean, I played a little bit of Outlast, but um, <laughs> since I've played that game three times now, <laughs> yeah. it's not scary and it's actually kind of boring. I'll yeah. do, I'll, I kind of I need to play that to be fair, um, but I'm probably not gonna. That game's kind of like a one trick pony. You you play through it once and you're pretty much done. Well, okay, that's fair enough, I guess. It's understandable, but it's uh, I mean, was it two two hours, two and a half hours, three hours first playthrough? Uh, first playthrough took me about five, uh, and then the second playthrough, which I did on the stream, took me three and a half. Okay, I just I've downloaded it because obviously it's free, so why not? Why the hell not? I probably will yeah. never play it because I I watched a um, let's play video of two guys from Video Gamer doing it and. I just, yeah, there's, there's, I'm just going to, I got scared from that. So, I don't know. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I'd play a little bit of Outlast, uh, not much of it. Um, trying to imagine if I played anything else. It's uh, PS3 stuff. I downloaded uh, Metro Last Light. Man, I I actually loaded that up. I I'm so used to playing that on the. I finished it on the PC. So when I boot up the PS3 version, the game looks so bad in comparison. God well, yeah. that's uh, the unfortunate thing of playing on the PC. Um, yeah. 
I'm trying. I, I know I played a few other things. Like I know. I think I did mention that I finished uh, Torchlight Two finally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did finally beat that game, and there was um. I downloaded something, but I can't remember what it is. And uh, I was going to do a video of it. Hero Siege. That was what it Hero was. Hero Siege. Yeah. Huh. It's like um, it's like a top down or not really a top down, but like a like an isometric view, almost like a Zelda type game, where you and you just it's like a hack and slash pretty much. Um, it's kind of cool. Um, I didn't record a video because I didn't. I wanted to see how the game was first, um, before I started recording a video. But um, I'll probably do a video of that this week. Um, and I tried playing the Wolf Among Us episode two, but. <clears throat> The the um I think the press the press account hasn't got updated for the ep- second episode yet and I haven't bought mm. that game. <laughs> oh, that's weird. You didn't. You certainly wouldn't have played it if you had uh, had the Xbox version. Yeah, I think they did like a, a a fix for that though. They were giving codes away for it to separate download. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> that's how you fix that. Yeah, but you, you have to get a code to fix yeah. a game. They they were emailing people that had bought the season pass with the code to download it individually. Jeez, that's awful. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But um yeah, that's I mean that's pretty much it for me. Um so how about you now, Jason? <laughs> All right, let's see here. Um I played uh, quite a bit more of um Fire Emblem Awakening for 3DS. Um I, I think I'm in the I'm over 30, 30 hours into it now. Oh yeah, you deep into it. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's awesome. I'm in terms of the main chapters of the game. I'm more than halfway through of the main chapters, but there are a ton of side side chapters to play as well. Right, and uh, I'm I'm basically right now uh, trying to level up some of my characters, and. Uh, I actually did something I don't I didn't expect to do and that was um I uh I actually bought DLC for a 3DS game. Huh. Oh. Nice. Yeah, I bought a I I didn't have much money on uh my uh, 3DS so I was only able to purchase uh one map and uh uh, played played that one a couple couple of times to level up a little bit, but yeah, I was like, hmm, I got a ton of maps on here. Hmm. Some there's a lot of free DLC for Fire Emblem too. If you look, yeah, around. I think Marth was on there, yes. wasn't he? Yes, yeah, yeah. There's a there's a lot of like a lot of characters that you can actually download. Um. There's there is there's a ton of free DLC and and paid DLC both, but yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's the game that keeps on keeps on giving. It's fantastic. Um, I'm changing a lot of uh, the classes of my characters, and uh, always look forward to their new look in the game when when they uh, turn into a different class. Uh, so a lot of my characters now look more badass than they than they did when I started, 
And uh, the stakes are getting higher in the gameplay. Uh, the enemies are really stepping up their game now. Um, I've had a lot of uh, uh, one-hit kills where an enemy would actually take take out one of my guys in one one hit. Uh, however, I am playing it on the uh, the casual mode. Where you where you don't lose your character when they die. I know that's a lot of people would be like sacrilege. That's not true Fire Emblem <laughs> gameplay. But uh, but the thing thing is, I, I really want I really want to beat this game. And uh, I remember playing other Fire Emblem games on the uh, like Game Boy Advance. And every time one of my characters would die, I would just restart it, restart it, and and I would end up restarting the same mission, like <laughs> like a million times, and then it, it would just get me burned out on the game, if if I have to if I have to keep restarting, and so yeah, you gotta you gotta watch that in games, like the whole because there's um. Any game that has like a quick save too, where it's like you can just reload your last save. Yeah. You almost have to police yourself on that because it will, man. It'll burn you out. Oh quick. God, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I was I was reading something funny online the other day, and they were talking about um, people are praising games that are either limited on checkpoints or um, uh, sort of somewhat punishing, like Dark Souls, because they don't have quick saves and they refer to it as old school when in reality just about every RPG on the PC in the mid 90s had quick saves yeah like yeah that was mm-hmm. that was the thing all those games had quick saves so yeah. you even thief like i see people complaining about the new thief because it's not hard enough well oh, the original thief and the second one had quick saves so you can just save anywhere and then replay Yes. But you got to watch it, like I said, because if you abuse it, it burns you out quick. Because you just do the same stuff over and over again. Hmm. Yeah. That 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 is definitely true. And uh, I'm just trying to I'm trying to stay focused um, on Fire Emblem because I've I've downloaded a few uh, PSN titles in the uh, in the meantime. I downloaded a, uh, Don't Starve, and I downloaded the uh, the Out Outlast game. Uh, I haven't touched either of those yet. I also have uh, picked up, purchased, and picked up the uh, Bravely Default Collector's Edition, nice. which uh, I opened it. I looked at the inside <laughs> contents of it, and then pretty much closed it, put it on my shelf, and I'm like, after Fire Emblem. Good for you, <laughs> man. Good man. Good man. Yeah, I, I'm some willpower. Yeah, definitely, and. and Especially because uh, because I, I read uh, Neo Gaff a lot when I'm at when I'm at work, and it's like everybody's like, "Oh, bravely default this, bravely default that," and it's just like, "Shut up!" But uh, <laughs> I don't uh, want to hear it right now. Exactly. Um, I did, however, play a demo um, for the uh, for the PS Vita. And the thing is, when it comes to playing multiple games, usually. Um, I find it the hardest to play multiple games on the same system. Uh, I find it easier to play uh, 
different games if, if they're actually on two different consoles. Sure. So I played a, a demo on PS Vita called Tokiden. Mm-hmm. And I know that, uh, Jay, you, you played it. Um, you, you talked about it a little bit last week. Yeah, I'm reviewing it right now. Yeah. Um, wow, it's a, it's a really good game. If, if you like if you like Monster Hunter or if you want to get into Monster Hunter but uh, you feel intimidated by it, um, uh, Tukedon, if you if you own a PS Vita, is a really good game. Um, uh, it's it the mechanics are very similar to Monster Hunter, but they don't have as nearly as much of a uh, they're not nearly as strict. With, Let me ask uh, you, when's the when's the full game out? Uh, Tokiden? Uh, yeah. Tuesday, I believe, of next week. Oh, okay. Real yeah. soon. Yep. And uh, let's just say um, I put a little uh, Amazon order for that. Oh, snap. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, the that, that demo definitely... Uh, Definitely uh, did uh, uh, Tech Techmo Koe some good. Is it um, is it forty? Yes, yes, yes. I think okay. all Vita games are forty, right? Yeah, they have some that come out at twenty, but most of them, yeah, are thirty nine ninety nine. Okay. Unless you're Uncharted Golden Abyss, and then you stay at forty nine ninety nine forever. <laughs> How ridiculous! <laughs> yeah, but they gave that free with PS Plus, though, didn't they? And that game is yeah, bad anyway. Yeah. They've That's dropped it bad. down to forty now. It's a bad game. It's not a bad game. It's a bad Uncharted game. No, John. it's not. It's yes, a good it Uncharted Vita no, game. No, it has yes. like. It has like terribly integrated, uh, was it touch control? Yeah. That's forced yeah, but they, on you. We um, they're not forced on you though. That's the thing. For, you don't have to use them. You kind of do for a lot of things like the grenades and stuff. <clears throat> and uh, I don't know. Just, what is it? Also the physical so, attacks. and eh, it's bad. Nah. <laughs> Go ahead. But, uh, yeah, in, uh, in Tukedon, it's... it's uh, uh, while, while, while we're on... <laughs> yeah, go, go can ahead. hear me? Yeah, I can hear yeah, you. Right. you. You're yeah. kind of just okay. back and... I'm, like, I'm so confused because the sound keeps cutting out on my end, so I wanted to make sure everybody could hear me. Yeah. Um, I had that we, uh, the company that I work for sent a care package to a, a service member overseas, and we decided that we were going to buy a Vita and some games for it. Um, so I go to GameStop to buy all this stuff, and I wanted to send sealed games um, because I didn't, I don't know, I, even though they do like the new where it's gutted and it's the plastics off it, I didn't want to send those overseas. Right. Yeah. So, Asking about new sealed Vita games, and I take up um, Arkham Origins Blackgate because I thought, ah, eh, there's no way they don't have this sealed. They didn't have it sealed. They said that they weren't making it anymore. I'm like, how do you stop production on this game already? It just came out like three months ago. Um, but that was the story for like half the games I I asked for. They were like, oh yeah, it's not in production anymore. We only have gutted copies or used copies. I reckon that might be a bit of a fib. Yeah, yeah. That's up. well. It, I would have thought that too, but then I went to Walmart, um, and they didn't have any sealed copies of. Any, they didn't have any copies of. They only had like two Vita games. Period. Um, I went to another GameStop uh, here in the town that I live in, and the guy told me the same thing. Really? So I have no idea. 
So I'm sure that there's probably sealed copies of it floating around out there somewhere. But um, I had two two different people telling me they weren't uh, they weren't producing new copies of Arkham Blackgate anymore. Wow. So I don't know. I'll have to see if I can find it somewhere else. Maybe but uh, I just thought that was strange. Amazon might have it. Yeah. Uh, let's, I'm looking at Amazon. Yeah, they have it for thirty bucks sealed, new stuff. Sealed so, new. Yeah. All right. So, but anyhow, that was that was that was all I wanted. That is, to that is interesting. Yeah. That that definitely is, man. So maybe uh, it, what it might be is that they might just not be sending sealed copies to some retailers anymore for some reason. Hmm. Hmm. It's more likely that uh, they, I mean, like. They don't sell games that the, the the retailers have no intention of selling, and I think uh, people have this predisposed like notion about the Vita failing, so they don't yep. want to stock up on the games. So that's probably could more be. likely the case. But yeah, I think for GameStop, I think they just got out all their copies basically anyway. Yeah, so, they yeah, I don't, they yeah. they do, and it drives me crazy. Me it drove me crazy when I worked there, and it drives me crazy now. Yeah, yeah, it, I, I just. The few times that I've bought games from GameStop that uh, that weren't reserved, and I had to get a copy of it because um, I would be, you know, wouldn't be able to find it anywhere else, and GameStop was like my only hope. And then I'd, you know, yep. be handed this game that's already been gutted, and yep. it's, it's even more insult to injury if there was like a sticker on it that that you can't take off, or it would have like a sticky residue on it. Nothing oh, worse than that man. sticky residue. Yeah, I, I I cringe at the thought of paying full price for a game and and getting a game that feels like a it should be used. It it just sucks. Well, how else would you propose yeah. that they market their stuff, Jason? I I don't know. I'm Display not display boxes. <laughs> but yeah. you know how much that's to get the box art for that though will be kind of a stretch i mean they get it for promotional items and for coming soon stuff i mean i can see that they could use that but it doesn't look like the like the actual game because when you go to a GameStop and you see the the you know the the fake or the um, you know the, the display box they look different from the actual game and people are like well is this out yet what is this you know it's just and box art changes too so uh, i don't know it's kind of a iffy kind of subject so i mean they've done it for years when they are eb's done it when it would be i mean it's it shouldn't be a huge issue in most cases but i can understand ryan's point but they've been doing it for years it's their business model yeah sure I, i get it i just don't like it yeah. Like, I get why they do it. I just don't like it. I absolutely yeah. love it. I hate the stickers. I'm with you on that. But I love it because I want to come home and just play it. I don't want to be, like, trying to unwrap the damn thing. No so way, it, dude. That is, like, one of the best parts. Okay, I'm just not weird like that, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> You're the weird one. Yeah, you, you don't you don't smell your manuals either? <laughs> no. no I don't. Definitely you don't, don't rub them against yourself? No. No, no, not at all. But, I, I mean, the box art idea is a good one but you know i don't know that's a corporate decision i guess i don't know but it does look fake as opposed to the actual game you know what i'm saying there yeah Yeah, there's like no uniformity or whatever yeah so but i understand your all's point but it's their business model you got to live with it it sucks but like i said me i don't care i don't want to unwrap the game anyway so it just saves me a trip or uh, a step so do you have them put the little sticker on it 
No, the, like Seagull. the little like the, the clear sticker th- to keep yeah. the case closed. No, absolutely not. In fact, I thought GameStop ended that when EB got bought out. Oh, EB still, did that they, all the time. Yeah, and, no, they put it on. Um, they put it on the games that uh, that I bought because I, I eventually just oh. ended up buying open copies because I'm like, well, if I'm not going to be able to find them, I got to send the package out. So I told him to go ahead and stick them just so the guy that was getting them would know they were new and not used. But I had to tell the guy, this is what's crazy, I had to tell the guy, hey, don't put that clear plastic sticker over top of where the price sticker sticks out, because I want to take the price sticker off. Oh, okay. (laughs) Come on, man. I can't believe they put that on there. Those are the stupidest things, and they're so hard to uh, get off, and they... uh, Leave that sticky stuff behind that Jason was talking yep. about. That's, That's what she <laughs> said, man. Oh. Oh, so hard to get off, and they leave the sticky stuff behind. Uh, you got to wipe on the can. <laughs> so no, I mean I, that's that's an annoying thing, but yeah. it happens, I suppose. So yeah. until enough people complain about it, I guess we're going to be stuck with it. And even if yeah. enough people complain about it, I don't think you're going to change. They don't mind. give a shit. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> So. Just don't buy from them, man. That's what I've been doing for the last like yeah, I mean, years. See, for me, it's not even as much about me because I don't even care if the game. Like I personally, for my own personal use, I like to open the game, but I'm not really all that concerned about whether it's sealed or not. The challenge I have is if I want to buy somebody a game as a gift, <clears throat> GameStop usually has the biggest selection. Yeah. Um, and it's close. So it's just I don't know I don't really like giving somebody a game as a gift oh. that looks like well I'll tell you I don't know when you worked at EB if they did this Ryan but uh, when I worked there we had a shrink wrap machine that if people were like complaining that it was open we can go back and shrink wrap it oh, so that's a good idea um we had, they got rid of that one of those idea. at FYE but uh, but I, I don't remember having one of those at GameStop uh, apparently it wasn't such a good idea because they uh, when I was the manager at the one in Forest Fair uh, they stopped it they were like just throw it out I'm like what. I think it's it doesn't huh. take long, uh, you know. It takes maybe a minute to shrink wrap it, if that. So that could have right. solved some problems there, but uh, apparently, you know, EB slash GameStop decided that fuck it, who cares? <laughs> so, Are you guys both worked at like GameStop. Yes. Yeah, I think everybody oh. on the show did, except for Jason did. I I actually worked at GameStop for a couple months. Never wow. mind. Um, everybody, huh? But, not, uh, not me. I haven't. I haven't. I okay. haven't either. Okay. I I literally showed up to work. Uh, I think it was uh, three times. He was seasonal. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I was. I was. I was basically uh, li- literally just picking up a couple hours here and a couple hours there. Like maybe maybe at the most, I think I worked like maybe four hours, and I only did it three days. But I was an employee for like the the whole summer. I think. I think that's how it went. That's, that's yeah, actually, Jay, mo- uh, most of us know each other through GameStop. Yeah, or uh-huh. through or through friendships created at GameStop. Wow, I, I thought those GameStop, connected to GameStop employees really hated people sticking around and talking to them with stuff. It depends on who uh, it is. <laughs> yeah, it depends the person. Yeah, but well, it depends on what day too. I mean, I didn't mind it. Yeah, in a bad mood, which is pretty much every other day. So. <laughs> <laughs> So when, when Drew well, came up to GameStop and you were working and he started talking, you're like, God, I wish this guy would get out of the store right now. Actually, I just, <laughs> it was no offense, Jason. I love you. You know that. But when I first met you, I just wanted you to leave. <laughs> oh, but, but but the thing that the, the when, ones uh, that I hated were the Uber nerds 
yeah. who would stand near the counter and comment on everything that everybody else bought. <laughs> oh, it's oh, like boy. just just leave. Nobody Later. cares if yeah. you think that Final Fantasy X is terrible. Leave. Leave, Jason. Leave. Oh, <laughs> not Jason. But you know, getting to know you, Jason, I, I'm glad you stayed because uh, you know oh. I met uh, every one of you guys I met uh, as GameStop, and it's been you know a blast. So that was the only good times there because I hated that fucking job. <laughs> wow. So Jason, anything else you've been playing? Uh, that's that's about it. Okay. Um, I, I guess uh, future fondly would be uh, would be more of the same. I'm I'm still trying to trying to get through Fire Emblem, and uh, I probably won't get to Keaton until probably after the next episode. Gotcha. Okay. So, well, um, maybe you finally finish a game this year. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to it. I'm trying to I'm trying to be uh, focused and loyal to a game. Did you not finish one last year? You had to have finished one last year. <laughs> you know, you underestimate I, him. <laughs> I, I might have finished a, a game last year, but if, if I did, it was it was super short and insignificant. <laughs> one game of Tetris was finished. Yes. You should. You know what you should do? You should make a list like I do. And uh-huh. when you see that list, and you say, "I want to add to that list." So far, I've beat four, and I'm I'm going to beat five this week. And the thing is, um, it really sucks because last fall, I I had a real big hankering to play several of uh of games I own for PS3. Right around when the PS my PS3's uh, Blu-ray drive gave out on me. Mm. So so the universe was like, nope, not today. So, so yeah, so so pretty much. You know, I'm 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 going between um, PS4, Wii U, and my uh, my portable systems, Vita and 3DS. Right. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, you have Zelda, which doesn't take that long to finish. Yeah. Yeah. So you could you could definitely do that, and you're already halfway there, probably. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a few dungeons into the game. Yeah, that's only probably about. I'd say it took me around 12 to 15 hours. I can't really remember. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm. I definitely. I'm definitely uh, planning on beating Zelda. Okay. Well, let's see here. Let's move on to. Let's move on to Justin. Justin, what you been doing? Homework. Homework. And a lot of fucking reading. A lot of reading. Yeah. yeah. So, so what exactly are you studying? Um, in general, it's information security. This semester, I got a uh, the, the bane of my existence is security analysis, um, where you. um, analyze policies, security policies, and it's a pain in my ass. You have no idea what I have to read. It sucks. At least 500 pages a week. Jesus. Mm. Yeah. So I'm kind of struggling with it, and I'm kind of burnt out after four weeks. As you can probably imagine, reading 500 pages in a week is just not possible. uh, You're quite the scholar. Well, it's it's a boring class. I understand why it's needed, but I will never, never be in a position to analyze security policies. Never. (laughs) Yeah, and if I do, that'll be the last. I'll I'll, I'll just end it right there. It's done. <laughs> mm, that's true. I, I, I never used calculus, and I had to take it in college. So, mm. so, but I have found a few minutes here and there to play some games. Not a lot, maybe two. 
Okay. Um, the first one was uh, Don't Starve. Got uh, it for free, did you? Yeah. And I wouldn't have bought it otherwise. <laughs> um, yeah, it's not my type of game. Uh, you have to stay alive. Yay. That doesn't really do anything for me. And they don't really explain what you're supposed to do. They just kind of throw you into it. I'm like, okay, what are these things on the side? And then I just messed around and finally got the, you know, the how to pick my items and build campfires and all that. So, yeah. It is, some... I mean, I can see your, your point. Um, I mean, I really enjoyed it. But that game, it gives you nothing to, to start off with other than don't starve. That's, that's a lot. Um, but the more I played it, like each, every time I played it, I, I was... Um, uh, I was able to get a little bit further day-wise. I'm sort of getting to day sort of 30 and 40 now. Um, winter's absolutely crippling me. But, uh, it, yeah, it gives you nothing whatsoever for you to go on. Um, interestingly, the feed that I've been watching on um, PlayStation Live, or whatever, you know, that streaming service, uh, the guy's up to over 1,025 days. Jesus Christ, man. I know. Right? The man, the man yeah. is um, unstoppable. It's... Just uh, um, to watch him. I mean, you will get to a point, I think, if you get to sort of day 100 or 150, you'll probably get to a point where it is really easy to survive because you'll have been able to to, to create all of the machines that are required to craft everything. You'll probably know the map inside and out, so you'll be able to go get the bits needed. Um, and you'll be sort of having, you'll have the armor and the weapons enough to, to kill some of the animals that require some of the special stuff, like... Uh, you have to. There's a certain animal you have to kill to make the um, the winter jacket, um, and it's is as you get further on, it's you're probably going to find that uh, it's easier to do that, and it's just just a case of sticking with it. But a thousand and twenty five days he was on yesterday is bonkers. Yeah, I wow. just I got it to day three, so I feel inadequate. That's yeah. pretty impressive. Well, that, I mean, to be fair, first time I played it, I, I lasted about three days. Um, and uh, I mean, it, to be fair, I think it's probably um, uh, a good idea to uh, go onto wikis and stuff because it does give you hints as to what you need. And well, see, how... that's the thing. I don't feel like I need to do that. Um, I understand, you know, facts and walkthroughs like when I'm on Phoenix Down because it helps me determine where I'm at and where I need to stop. But I shouldn't have to go to a fucking wiki to understand how to play a goddamn game. Uh, now, I, I can see as I, I see your point on it, um, uh, but it, it certainly does help. I mean, when I was reviewing it, the wiki did help because it helped me progress a little further, a little more quickly, um, which is obviously, uh, you know, key to sort of trying to convey the experience I had with it. And for the most part, the reason why I use the wiki isn't for sort of finding out, you know, how to cheat the system because it doesn't tell you that. It just sort of gives you descriptions of what's out there and what you're going to need. It doesn't tell you how to do it. Um, but more for me, it's um, the, the story of the game because it doesn't appear to be a story, but there is. And it's very, very deep and uh, Clee uh, have been um, very clever in how they're, um, releasing information about the game. So, for example, uh, more on PC than PS4, but there's, there's you know, it all links anyway. But um, there was a recent update that they put out to the PC version called All's Well That's Maxwell, because Maxwell's obviously the name of the, the guy at the beginning that you, uh, who put you in that world. And um, pe- it would, 
there are references in the trailers, the trailers to these updates that send you to web links. That if you download images, you change the file names, it gives you more information. It's really, really in depth. They've really kind of put this law together that you, you know, that you have to go and kind of find. And it's only through the internet and, you know, a lot of people trying to crack this information that it's actually only um, uh, found out. I think it's quite, quite clever. Uh, that sounds like too much work. Yeah, fair enough, you lazy gun. Yep. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I tried to, the first time I played it, I tried to kill a bunny with, I guess, my hands, and that didn't work. You can't. Oh, no, you have to trap them. Well, I tried. No, I didn't know that. Um, but I, I was able to make an axe. Eventually, I figured this shit out and uh, made an axe. And I chased it around for a good 20 minutes. No, you can't kill catch it. Them. I, no, yeah. I killed it. Oh, you did catch it in the end. Yeah. Okay. I haven't managed to kill one that way. I've, it took like you, five hits, but I eventually did it. Yay. No, you, you're making hard work for yourself on that one. Uh, well, you know, I don't know. You know, it, it just threw me into this. I'm like, okay, what do I do? Run around. And then when I, you know, when I first encountered night, something, I don't know, hit me. You couldn't tell yeah. what it was. So I no, ran into like this, like, I guess uh, some bug was emanating light. So I went there and seemed to be fine for a couple seconds. And, you know, I slowly started to figure out, you know, what you had to do. But it's just eh, not for me. So, I mean, I can understand why people like it maybe, but it's just not my type of thing. So it's it reminded me of Minecraft just with, you know, you got to stay alive at night because shit. There's some weird shit in that game. Yeah, yeah there is. Oh, yeah. Like I, I went to an area and I mean, every time you die and start over or whatever, it changes up the area a little bit. And uh, uh, I, I went to this area. There was like an egg. I'm like, I'm going to go steal this egg. Yeah, that was stupid because then an eyeball with legs killed me. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? And not just, you know, hit me and hit me and hit me. He hit me once and I died. It an is, eyeball is, with legs. Yeah, it's a bird of sorts, but I can't remember what they call it. But yeah, yeah. That's not a bird, John. That's an eyeball with legs. <laughs> yeah, but this is also a, a, a game where if your sanity drops below a certain level, the bunnies turn black and instead of giving you meat, they give you beard hair. So it's a, it's a little bit of a weird game. <laughs> Well, see, I don't even know about that. like the little icons in the top right. I don't know what they are. That's your health, your sanity. Well, I knew your... the health. I didn't know about the sanity. Yeah, the sanity. Um, the the it, as you play it and your sanity goes down, you'll start seeing things. So the screen becomes disorientated. You'll see these little creatures, sort of shadow creatures. They appear as your sanity lowers. And the best way to increase your sanity to start off with is to pick flowers. And then to make a flower garland, um, when you've got 12 flowers, you can make a hat that keeps your sanity up. And then as you um, start uh, creating more and more items, jerky, uh, once you've got a drying, um, a meat dryer um, rack, and then you can create jerky and that boosts your sanity as well. So, um, But again, it's not stuff that you are going to necessarily, it's stuff you have to find out and it, t- it takes its time. Yeah. yeah. Well. Yeah, no, it's not going to take any more of my time. So, <laughs> fair enough. Um, the last thing that I can actually remember playing it was recent last week, uh, Outlast. Outlast, yes. This is my first, you know, time playing it. Uh-huh. Um, I haven't played too much of about a half hour. Uh, the game is a little messed up. Yes, it is. <laughs> so it's a little man. It um, I don't scare very easily, at all. Uh, the game made me jump a few times. Uh, I mean, now, uh, Ken, I made a post, uh, a post on Facebook saying if you got a PS4, whatever, buy Outlast if you, 
And uh, Ken's like, um, what do you say? Something about it being predictable. I understand that. I can see where he says that it's predictable because there was, you know, uh, there was this thing in the wheelchair or whatever. And I'm like, okay, this thing's going to come out and, you know, scare the shit out of me. I won't buy it. Nothing happened. Like, okay, well, I was wrong. But a few minutes later, going back through that area, boom, he came out. Yeah. So it's predictable, but it's not. Um, this, you, you seem to think something's going to happen, but then it waits a few minutes later, to, like to calm you, like it calms you down. Yeah. And then boom, then it gets you. That's that's the biggest thing about Outlast is that in most horror games you're alone. You never, you, you know, you, you you're in complete silence and black, and and nobody can see you, and you don't know what's around the corner. In Outlast, you're always around people. You're around these fucking psychopaths in this mental hospital. And you don't know which one is going to come after you and which one's just going to stand there and bash his head against the wall. Right. And that um, leading up to that, after getting past this this thing in the wheelchair, there was a room with three guys just sitting there. Yeah. I'm like, do I go in this room? So I don't want to get attacked because in this game, obviously, you can attack back. Yeah. So I'm like, well, what do I do? So I finally just got enough courage to get through. Didn't touch me. Didn't even bat an eye. Didn't even look my way. Yeah. So. It's hard to tell in that, like you said, who's going to come at you and who's not. Yeah. And if you think you know, it won't happen. Yeah. But then it might happen later, like it happened with my wheelchair guy. That was just – so I can see where Ken says it's predictable, but in the same aspect, it's not. Yeah. Um, It is very – it's intense. Yeah. I'm, I'm literally on the edge of my seat playing this game. Did you make it to the basement yet? Uh, yeah, I think I just made it. I actually died in there. I went on to turn on the generators. Yeah. Um, I turned on the first one, and I heard a noise. I'm like, well, what the fuck is that? I'm like, whatever. And then I saw this guy come up. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> what do I do? And I remembered in, a, in another room, there was a locker where I can hide in. So I ran to the other room, but he apparently followed me and beat the shit out of me. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's, uh... It's got me a, a little on edge. It's uh, it, it was the first time I played that game. It was absolutely terrifying. Yeah, and that's what I'm going through now. And like I said, I don't scare easy, but this game is pretty intense. And it's a lot of it's messed up from yeah. what I've gathered so far. It's it's pretty messed up. So um, I don't know. I'm going to try and power through it because apparently it's not long. Nah, about five hours. First time I played it. Well, I, I tell you, using the night vision drains that camera's battery quick that's the only thing it does it if you if you just have the camera up without oh, the night yeah. vision on it doesn't yeah. drain battery at all right well so that's uh i don't know i'm eager to see what the rest of the story has um i thought in the beginning it said he was a detective no he's a reporter yeah mm-hmm. and then uh i noticed the press badge and i don't know i thought someone said it was a detective but that makes sense why he can't fight yeah so. but uh if this is like a little indication of what the new Aliens game is going to be like, where you just have to run and hide and not fight, I might enjoy it. You should probably... Well, I mean, I know you don't have a PC that can do it, but um, if you could ever get a hold of Amnesia, the first one, it's a lot like Amnesia. Really? Yeah. Mm. Well, the problem with Amnesia a lot of people have is that it's very slow building. Yeah. I think you take uh, basically about 20 to 30 minutes before you even get chased by anything. Yeah. And I think that's too slow paced for some people, but I really enjoyed that build up quite a bit. So yeah, that kind of builds up the game a bit. Yeah, so. they, they're they're trying to tell more of a story in Amnesia, while in Outlast it's like you know they're telling they're telling a story, but they're like bad shit happening. Go 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 go. Yeah, that yeah. seems. I mean, if they're you uh, into that shit pretty quick. Yeah. 
Um, I do like how you can like slowly open doors, but when you want to close them, he just slams it shut. He always slams them, yeah. I'm like, well, what the fuck's the point of that? If you're trying to hide and you're trying to close the door and you're going to slam a door shut, they're going to find you. Well, that so why can't in, you close it a little bit slower? That comes into play a little bit later on because you're hiding right now. But eventually, you're just going to start getting chased by guys. And the best thing to do is slam the door in their fucking face and then just keep running. So, because, um, yeah, later on in that game, there is no more running and hiding from something. It's all about just get the fuck away from it. Well, and I understand, but at least, I mean, when you open the door, you have options. You can either tap it to open it fast or hold it and push in on the th- on the stick to open it slow. Why can't you just do that with, uh, with uh, closing it? Yeah, I mean that does make sense. Uh, but um, there there was so many like subtleties with that game. Like um, whenever you're looking out of a door, he kind of like puts his hand up over on the yep. door handle. So it's it's really good how they how they do those small little things. And uh, it sounds like you're actually playing as him. You can hear him breathing and stuff like that, and it sounds fucked up. Does any of the uh, sound come through the controller? No, I don't think so. Okay. The only difference is the light bar changes colors. When you have the night vision, oh. on, it turns green. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. Oh, no. well, yay for that. I hate that, by the way. I do, too. Um, I think uh, it stupid. drains the battery quick. Because um, that's actually going to lead up to my next question. I've been watching some shows on Netflix on the PS4. Uh, the controller doesn't turn off by itself. No. Which uh, kind of pisses me off a little bit. Um, you can turn on the settings, though, right? I have no idea. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah, you can. Way. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Because, I mean, uh, my battery, I've only watched today, actually. was only uh, I only watched a few hours of Netflix. Fully charged fucking controller. Now it's down to one bar. It's kind of annoying me, and it's kind of shitty. Yeah. So I'm going to have to look in the settings. I wish I wish they would make some kind of firmware update where that light turns off. I don't think it's needed at all. They, you can also make make the light never come on in the settings, too. Can you? Yeah. Huh. Okay. That'll save a lot of battery if you're not into it. I, I kind of like it. I don't know. It's neat to me, but yeah, it's definitely not necessary at all. No. Oh, I'll have to mess around with the settings then because I really – that drains my battery life like no other way, especially when I'm not doing anything. Yeah. Yep, yep. So it is what it is, but that's it. I'm going to try and power through some Outlast when I have time this week, if I have time this week. Okay. Oh, and I was going to play some stuff on the PS3, but I had a little accident with it, so I don't know if it works or not anymore. What happened? The bookshelf, I keep it on. I was trying to put a monitor on the top shelf, and the PS3 is underneath on another shelf. And I, I was really probably not smart to do this because it's a little unstable. In, in, in unstable, rather. And when I went to put the monitor on, the fucking thing just collapsed. All on top of my PS3, and it's not in pieces, which is a good thing, but um, I don't know if it's got internal damage. So, you know. Only one way to find out, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm kind of scared because I kind of just wanted to keep my PS3 around. So say a prayer for my PS3. It really needs you guys at this time. (laughs) I'll say a prayer. Thank you. Okay. Um, Let's see here. How about you, Ryan? What have you been doing? Um, so what did I play? I, I played a lot. This shouldn't be a surprise to anybody, but I went back and played a lot of older stuff lately because since I don't have a next-gen system, it's kind of drought period, like super drought right now. Yeah. Until Thief and uh, Castlevania. 
Well, you don't have much longer to wait um, for those, do you? Nope. Castlevania's nope. two weeks. Thief's, Thief's actually, I think, already out, isn't it? Is it? No. When's it come out? It may be next week. Okay. It's end of the month. Oh, is it? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So a couple weeks for Thief then. But um, um, so I I did finish my replay of the first Witcher, uh, on PC. Um, as I put on Twitter, I love the end of that game because it um, it pulls off a pretty large reveal. Um, but it it doesn't it doesn't handhold you to it. It doesn't even explicitly say that what you think is happening is actually what's happening. You just kind of have to guess. In fact, it's so vague that there's debate on um, what is actually the truth at the end of the game, and the developers have never come out and acknowledged uh, what... I, I'm trying to say this without spoiling okay. anything, even though it's a 10-year-old game. Um, but uh, the, there's debate as to whether what a lot of people think is the truth is what's actually the truth. So um, it's uh, it's really neat. No games do that anymore. No games leave the ending pretty vague. It seems like a lot of them just kind of spell it out to you in as plain English as they can. Um, so I kind of like that it's left up to you to decide what happened. Yeah, um, that makes stuff for the greatest conversations ever. Yes, it does. And there's there's enough hints on both sides that, that it could be either way, which is nice. Um Anyway, that's that game is is very very long, and um, it's pretty old school. I mean, it's a ten year old game, but it's also a game that was built on the Aurora, the Bioware Aurora engine. So um, it um, it's a ten year old game that l- looks and plays even maybe a little bit older than that. Uh, but it's so good, and the story and it's fantastic. So if if you're the type of person that has interest in The Witcher Three. Um, I would, I think you can probably buy the first Witcher enhanced edition for $3 on good old games. Yeah. Um, so the, um, it's, it's worth a playthrough if you like sort of old school PC RPGs. Um, the, uh, so I did what I said I was going to do. I finished my, uh, my replay and now I'm starting my replay of the second Witcher game on, uh, Xbox 360. So fantastic game. Now, let me ask you, did you play the first one? Um, I played it, but I never finished it. It was too old school for me, and I got yeah, caught up. It is pretty old school. But uh, I feel yeah. like the second one kind of, uh, I guess, established everything they needed to do. Uh, I think, didn't it address the ending to the first one? It does, the second yeah, one? yeah, it yeah. It does, yeah. right? It, okay. Um, it addresses it, because the, the first game, or the second game, actually picks up right around a month after the first game ends. Right. So, um, it's pretty boom, boom. Um... It is nice, though, if you've played the first one all the way through, you're going to – a lot more of this stuff at the very beginning of the second one actually makes sense. Um, but uh, it's not it's not 100% necessary. Um, I, I personally really love the universe, so I've read um, a lot of the books. I'm working my way through the novel series now, and the first game really ties a lot of that together. Um, but I would definitely – if you're interested in Witcher 3 at all – I would definitely recommend playing through Witcher 2, and uh, if you find yourself, because Witcher 2's aged incredibly well, um, it's only, what, two two years old, and it looks fantastic. This is still um, one of the best-looking games out there, in my opinion. Yeah, 
Yeah, and and it's probably up there as far as best looking game on the 360. Um, so the um, and on PC, of course, it looks fantastic. But um, uh, it's very very good, and I would suggest everybody at least play through it once if you plan on playing uh, uh, Witcher Three when it comes out, which everybody should plan on playing. Um, so I'm making my way back through that now. Um, other than that, I played a little bit of Ragnarok Odyssey on um, Vita um, while I was on my trip. And then um, I played, uh, as silly as it sounds, even though I know that this uh, there's a lot of controversy around this now, uh, I played a decent amount of Flappy Bird because I got slightly addicted to that <laughs> in the last couple of weeks. It's yeah, an boy. evil, evil game, but it's so evil in a good way. Yeah, it's a blast. Um, so I told myself once I got over 100, I'd stop playing for a while. Um, and I'm at 122 now, so I've stopped playing Jesus. for a while. The, uh, um, but uh, I'm sure it's one of those games that just sits fun for about five minutes, and then i got to put it down because it just consumes me if I don't. What game is this? Flappy Bird on iOS. What exactly is it? I mean, what yeah, does it play like? It yeah, plays kind of like those old helicopter games on uh, PC where you would like click to make him go up and then let go to make him go down. Okay. Um, only it's very, very difficult. Let me put it this way. I read an article this week that said 10 ways Flappy Bird is like Dark Souls. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, okay. It's, it's pretty – it is pretty brutal in terms of its difficulty when you first start out. Um, because it's, it, the hit detection is a little weird and the way he moves is a little weird. It takes some time to get used to, but what's crazy is you can, you can rattle off like a, a, an 80 and then immediately go back and die on the first set of pipes. Like it's just, (laughs) if something about the game makes it very difficult and also, um, very tough to get consistent high scores. Okay. So you can be really good at it and get really high scores, and then turn around and immediately die on the first pipe the next the next time you play it. It's is that just, like is it kind of like a jet point, jetpack joyride? Uh, no, no. I mean you could vaguely say it's like jetpack joyride and that it controls similarly. Okay, but it's really not like that game. It's, okay, it's a lot different. So, but anyhow. Um, that's pretty much it for me. And as far as future funneling goes, I'm going to play some more Witcher 2. And then uh, when Thief comes out, I'm going to play that on 360. Yeah, Thief and uh, Lords of Shadow 2 both come out, Dece- no, not December, uh, February 25th. Okay, cool. Um, was it, Ryan, you seem to be the first person really excited about Thief. I, I oh, hear really? a lot of people. Yeah, I hear a lot of people saying bad things like it's not a real thief game like the older yeah. ones and a lot of naysayers. What do you think about the new thief game coming out? You know what? I it's hard for me to have much of an opinion on it without having played it, and I would suggest it's the same thing for everybody else. Yes. Um, the here's the deal though. I I loved the first two thief games. I even I really like Deadly Shadows too, but it's that's not the one that people are comparing it to. Um. And I, I would say that just like everything else, there were a lot of mid-90s to late-90s PC games that are very well-loved um, that, if they were released the way they were then, now, would not be successful at all. Yeah. And I, I think sometimes people forget 
that even though gaming is a, an art form in some cases and a, a, a method of creative expression, it's a business. And um, it, they there are concessions that have to be made in order for the game to sell so that the developers that are making it can feed their children. So um, I, I, I am not the type of person that gets so blinded by nostalgia that... I can't understand why they would change the game because it just I, I don't know how I don't know how successful a modern thief game that was like the old ones would be. Yeah. Now, that's okay. just in terms of overall feel of the game. As far as whether this new one controls any good or plays like crap, I can't speak on that because I haven't played the game. But um I mean, if you want a game that's true thief, then just go back and play the first two. There's nothing stopping you from playing those two. Um, I guess that's that's my take for it. Okay, cool. Thanks. Okay. Well, um, Jay, how about you? What have you been playing? Um, I've been playing a ton of Tokiden, because uh, it's coming out soon. I got the, the review copy late. So I'm trying to put it out as fast as I can. So I've been putting a lot of hours in it. I think I've put maybe like 12 hours in so far. Yeah. 13, 12 hours. Uh, but I can't talk about the full game because under embargo till Monday. Uh, but you know what, I can. You know what time yeah. Monday? Uh, six. Six PST. Like PM. Uh, let me check real quick. Uh, six AM PST. Uh, the show's gonna be on afterwards, right? Yeah, that's, I mean we can we can delay it by an hour. So yeah, go ahead, fuck it. Okay, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's good because uh, the game. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, this is the way to beat embargoes, I guess. Kind of, but not really. But anyway, uh, like uh, Jason was talking about Tokiden, and uh, it's kind of like a Monster Hunter game, but as he said, it's not as intimidating because being successful in Monster Hunter, I played basically all of them. Uh, is basically you have to be preparation is just as important as a skill you put into the actual fighting itself. So you go into an area ready to fight a boss, you gotta bring the right items. You need to bring the right type of ammunition. You need to bring the right type of traps. You need to have the right type of mindset for where the the kind of thing that the boss is about to do, and you have to be very coordinated with your group. And that game is very difficult in that way. And yes, there's certain bosses earlier on. You don't have to worry about that stuff. But as the game goes further and further on, it gets very difficult, very intimidating to get into. But Tokiden is pretty easy. You don't. There's no. There's no big setup you need to do to go into each battle. You basically choose uh, your equipment and these thing called the uh, mitama or something like that, and that determines the kind of skills that you can use alongside with the weapon choice. And I think the biggest selling point of this game is uh, it's easy to get into, like I said, and also the weapons are just really cool to use. Like there's, I think there's like six different types of weapons, and there's uh, the main type, which is a long sword, uh, kind of like as long as like Sephiroth's sword from back in Final Fantasy VII days. Okay. So it's freaking huge, right? It's kind of unwieldy. It takes a bit bit of time to swing, but it has various elements to it, like. Um, you can combo multiple hits, go into a chain hit that combos other hits into it. You could do like a charge strike that you can hold for like two seconds to go into this massive shockwave attack. 
And uh, the main draw or the main skill or ability of the longsword is to have this uh, uh, wound ability. What it does is that the you put like an aura on your sword and you keep slashing away at parts, and it keeps like a it puts like a stack of wounding on the uh, on the part. And uh, at the very end, when you when you sheath your sword with the same button, it it uses up all the stacks that's on it. It does like multiple slashes with uh, you know particle effects and stuff like that, and it just kind of explodes the enemy. Uh, and when you see that for like the first time, when you're fighting a big ass freaking oni that's like six times your size and you're slashing away at his leg and then you sheet your sword and watch the guy's leg just pop off it's it's awesome and there's all sorts of other weapons like the giant um, giant fistings which is the heaviest most damage inflicting but if you actually get in close and you actually knock him down you can go into this rapid uh, rapid punch thing where you can hit him like 40 times ending with a massive shockwave punch it's very it's spectacular to look at. It's very satisfying to land, and it's fun in general. And this, uh, the game gets a little repetitive because uh, you know you're fighting the same kind of enemies a lot for farming for items and stuff like that to build your new equipment that's better. But uh, because you can switch out your weapons during uh, each mission, it's uh, actually gets uh, it's actually pretty fun all the way through. I've been having a good time with it. And I think uh, I think if you're interested in this kind of game, you can't do you can't go wrong. And it's probably a, it's probably a better looking game than the Monster Hunter games are on the 3DS. It's really sharp, runs very smoothly too. You know, not to mention it has the second uh, analog stick for direct camera control, which you kind of need for this kind of game. So yeah, yeah, I'm liking it a lot. Yeah, it's a really really beautiful looking game. Okay. Uh, you got any questions about the game, Jason? Since you seem interesting about it, um, let me think here. Um, multiplayer. Uh, were, were you able to get into any uh, multiplayer games when you were playing it? Uh, unfortunately, not. I tried maybe twice, but it looks like uh, the North American server people aren't really on it yet. But uh, what I've been told is that the multiplayer missions are completely different. From the story missions, so you have a brand new set of missions to uh, play along with your friends or whatever. So you're not going to be playing the same mission as you did in the story mission because those are often tied to uh, cinematics and stuff like that, which would be kind of unwieldy to have uh, during multiplayer sessions. Oh, okay, okay. That that answer is a pretty big question, then. Yeah. Yep. So you don't. Uh, that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what were you going to say? No. So you don't have to worry about. Uh, like ruining multiplayer experience by you know like going through the story mode too much or something like that. Cool, cool. So I know I played Monster Hunter. You know at least two or three of them. I can't remember how many. But um, you know Monster Hunter is all about getting better gear and stuff like that. Is that what this game is kind of based around? Yeah, this game is also very much based on creating new. Uh, new equipment uh, they all look very different some of them just look amazing and they also have uh, various elements tied to them like fire earth wind uh, and etc and uh, the enemies and bosses have uh, types of elements that they are so if you're using an opposite uh, element to fight them you obviously do better and they're also weaker to certain types of attack like slash pummel pierce and stuff like that so there's there's depth to spare, certainly, even though it's not as much as Monster Hunter. But I think that's good for a lot of players uh, that are not going to be wanting to look at a Wikipedia page for, like, hours. Right. Yeah. Okay, cool. 
Sweet. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think you're gonna, you guys are gonna like it a lot, and it's good because we still haven't had a full-fledged Monster Hunter game on the Vita, and the the, the system is so good for those kind of games. So, but I guess the you know the 3DS is selling so well, they have a deal with Nintendo and stuff like that. So it is what it is. Um, the other game that I was playing, uh, the Dota 2 came out with a huge patch. The new Bloom Festival came out. Uh-huh. There's uh, they recently added four new heroes. Uh, I was trying out the, the, the two, two of the newest ones, and also they put out a new mode called uh, Slay the Beast, and it's kind of interesting because you're fighting a giant beast, and uh, you have a certain amount of is it, money or gold uh, latitude, depending on how much flame ingots you have uh, earned from previous fights, and you bring it in, that gets transferred into gold, and you try to do as much damage to the uh, to the beast as possible. And by the time you either die or the time runs out, you get rated on how much damage you did. And you get awarded these jade tokens you can use to buy, like, these chests containing mythical items and stuff. And it's a very very different as- a different aspect to it. It feels like a raid boss from WoW. You need to really coordinate with your teammates, have the right build and stuff like that. And it's neat. I think I got it to about 7.5 million damage with my team so far with an A rank. But uh, we did it without any exploits, so that's okay. But we're going to keep trying it. So is it just like a big battle arena? Or is it trying to get to a base or something? No, it's, it's, like, a, it's like a big battle arena that's not in the actual game. Okay. It's, it's made for that boss only. And the boss is kind of crazy. He gets stronger as the time goes on. And there's a lot of different strategies that you can use. It's, it's kind of neat, actually. And if you have the ingots, uh, you don't, you know, you know, you're not really going to be losing a lot of anything. It's a different type of experience within the Dota 2 engine. And I think that's good. And uh, did I tell you about the ability draft thing, Drew? No. Oh, okay. The ability draft is also a new mode that came out. Uh, basically, you get uh, a random the hero, basically any hero within the game, and you're drafting abilities from the pool of heroes that you guys just got randomed. So you don't have skills at the very beginning of the game, and you take you take turns picking skills from huh. uh, yeah. So you can have a you can have a like a, a class or a hero with like three stuns. Yes, you can have some really broken things where things were not supposed to be put together, but you can make it happen uh, if you're kind of creative. So it's kind of it's basically like the Mario Party of Dota 2, and it's hilarious. Uh, so if you're kind of in the mood for chaos and nonsensical, you know, just fighting, it's it's actually really cool. I I played a bit of that, a lot of uh, laughs. In that mode, uh, but that's about it. Those two are the games I've been playing. I just wanna, I just wanna finish up Tokiden as soon as I can. A, you know, because I, I enjoy it a lot, and B, because I want to get the review out as soon as I can. Yep. Okay. Cool. So, John. John. Yo. How about you? What you been doing? <clears throat> uh, other than feeling full of shit. Yeah, you sound pretty bad right now. Yeah, it's, it's not great. Um. Uh. I have been playing a couple of games for review that should go up on the site this week. Um, uh, firstly was Surge Deluxe for the Vita, which is kind of a um, psychedelic uh, puzzle game uh, that sort of uses the touch controls for the Vita. Um, essentially, the job is you have these blocks on either side of the screen that are coloured and you just uh, use your finger to draw 
uh, mines between, you know, draw these blocks together essentially, and that destroys them and gives you the uh, uh, ability to get to other blocks behind them that are other colours. You know, it's, it's kind of standard puzzle fairs. It's pretty well made, um, and you, you'll be able to re- read and review uh, when it goes up this week. Um, and the other was um, Sanctum, Super Sanctum Tower Defence, which is for the iPad. I played on um, PC. Uh, this is is the tower defense one on the, is this version the one on the PC? Uh, yes, Super Sanctum TD is also on the the PC. Okay, I, I obviously I knew Sanctum was on there. Of course, that's where this game gets its roots, uh, which is the sort of first person tower defense game. Um, I didn't know this game was available on PC. I think actually it fits well on the iPad because touch controls, as most tower defenses. Uh, tower defense games do these um there's nothing here that's gonna break the mold but it does it does a job does it well it's a it's a it's a pretty good tower defense game um so if you enjoy that kind of genre uh, you'll probably get something out of it um a game i review should be going live this week uh played small don't starve just the usual fare i did also buy it on pc because it was in the Steam sale, and I'm a sucker for buying multiple copies of the game. So um, I played on some uh, the PC for a little bit, which, you know, it, it doesn't differ. It's the same game. Um, it doesn't look as nice as it does on the, the PS4, but um, that game isn't about the looks, of course. So I played some of that. Um, well, so I haven't played Outlast, as I said. I don't think I'm ever going to play that, which is a shame. Um uh, what else have I played? Oh, Tomb Raider. Tom Raider. Tom Raider. So I finished the story part of the game, and I have decided that I will go and do the 100%, get all the relics and documents, and uh, maybe play a little bit of multiplayer. I, I sort of touched on that a little bit. Um, multiplayer is okay. Um, it's nothing special, but it's generally okay you know it's standard fair team deathmatch and uh free for all of the only two uh modes i played um and they seem to work okay um yeah that's it that's all i played huh nothing really new other than the uh the tower defense game uh, sanctum uh next week um i will probably play some fable anniversary I've managed to pick that up from Microsoft quite cheaply because I'm in their like training thing for the phones. Because um, obviously in my, my actual real life, I am uh, I work for a phone company, and um, uh, you uh, because I do, I get uh, access to what they call the Microsoft Expert Zone, which is basically all of their products like Office and Windows for phone and Xbox. All these training modules it gives you sort of uh, when you get points, you get discounts and stuff. So I'm got it quite cheaply so i've ordered that and that should arrive this week um i really enjoyed fable 2 and 3 and i never played the original fable so the you know it'll be quite interesting to to see how how that fares um and i'm also thinking about picking up madden now i'm kind of i'm in love with american football um (laughs) Is, after is after that one horrible game that you watched? It was an excellent game. I loved it. It was brilliant. I tried telling him it was a bad Super Bowl, but he wouldn't listen. You, he, no, I, I mean, loved it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was fantastic, and I loved it. What What did you like about it? 
how boring it was. It was exciting. How was it exciting? It was over in the first five minutes. Yeah, exactly. It was his first ever Super Bowl. So, of course, it's going to be exciting. We've been watching it for years. (laughs) Thank you, Justin. Yes, I guess. I I loved it. So but, you know, like, all that matters is we got another football fan, which is fucking fantastic. There you go. <laughs> Fair enough. And so Even though guys, he's a fan of the Seahawks. Shush. <laughs> Seahawks for life, mate. Seahawks for life, no. Um, so, uh, yeah, I thought, well, um, I might play Madden. And is Madden 25 any good? As a person who has not played a American football game before, is it worth playing? Yeah. Absolutely, Madden is a good, yeah. is a solid game. As American football games go, is yeah. Madden a solid game? Yeah, absolutely. And it might be a little difficult for you to pick up at first since you're just now getting into football. But they got a decent training mode. And I guess by playing it, I'll probably learn about the American football rules. Uh, kind of, sort of. Um, <laughs> when I was playing it last with my brother at the end of last year, there was a a couple calls that weren't um, exactly penalties but they called them anyway so you'll learn you'll get a better understanding of the game you will by playing it so but i mean because i'm i thought well maybe i'll get it for the ps4 because obviously why not it's shiny um would i benefit would i get anything more out of playing it on a ps4 than maybe picking up madden 13 which from a ps3 which i can get for a fraction of the price go cheaper other than yeah you think other than the graphics and Stuff, yeah. obviously. No, just go cheaper. Just just so you can get a better understanding, you'll be all right playing 13. So 13 was an okay game as well, yeah? Yeah. It's been okay oh. for quite a while. Yeah, they don't really make horrible Madden games. Or just, a bit like FIFA then. Yeah, it's exactly yeah. like that. Every year it's like, eh, yeah, it's, it's about the same. Cool. Well, I'm, I'll, I'll take your advice on that one. I'll, I'll pick it up because I would like to learn more about the rules because... Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> so would we. So would we. <laughs> okay, do they change each year? Um, they change. They're gonna. They're changing pretty rapidly. It's gonna be a uh, flag football here in a few years. <laughs> well, that was the one thing that kind of weirded me out. I mean, um, I understood the two sets of teams: your offensive and defensive, and I understood the you know the yards in ten uh, yards in four. Sorry, ten yards in four. Um, and I kind of. I got that part. What I completely flummoxed me was all of the flags that seemed to be thrown around everywhere. Um, because obviously they're meant to be sort of penalty calls for the ref. Cause there are four refs or three refs. There's more than that, dude. There's okay. one. There's uh God. I don't even yeah, know. There's a ref at every end zone. There's yeah. ref at there's the back. Side, both sidelines. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There's, there's well, the that, there was a lot of flags being thrown around. Well, for, for, to be they fair, were, John, there's only two flags. Okay. There's a red challenge flag and a yeah. yellow penalty flag. Yeah. Okay. You'll see a lot of yellow penalty flags because when one ref sees one a penalty, a, another ref could see it too, and they all will throw their flags as long as they each ref sees it, they'll throw their flag. Okay. And so, you'll start to see them throwing hats too because that means that one ref saw two penalties. <laughs> Fuck me, there's hats as well. Yeah, they'll Is throw their hats sometimes. Just two? <laughs> Okay, no, so there has 
So it, that, I mean, that sort of stuff. It, the problem that I had is that although the feed that the um, I was watching on Channel Four, which is a UK, obviously a UK um, terrestrial channel, and they were getting the feed from Fox, which is fine. It was a good feed. It seemed to you know cover all of the stuff. But whenever they were stuff like that, it was never explained as to why. You know, that would go back to the UK um, host and. Whereas maybe with the Fox one, they would talk about it, maybe what the decision more, but I, I don't know. So it was kind of that bit I was kind of lost. And I think maybe by playing Madden, I'd probably pick up a, a better understanding well, of the up, general rules. Yeah, you'll pick up some of the general rules. But to be fair, you just kind of have to <laughs> watch it every season and you'll start to pick up on things. Like there's, like I said, when we were talked on Friday, there's rules I don't know about still. <laughs> and, you know. They're, they're constantly changing. They're looking to improve football and the safety and all this. I mean, you'll pick up on the on the most um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, most of the penalties. Thank you. Most common penalties that'll happen. Yeah. Like you'll well, see a, a lot of holding, offsides, encroachment, false starts, a false start, uh, pass interference, unsportsmanlike conduct. Those are the most common ones. Well, the thing is, I've, that, that's going to be my big issue because obviously the new season will start. Is it September? Uh, preseason September. So that starts. Um, I've got to find somewhere to watch it because uh, the problem again that I will have is that it isn't a high-profile sport. Although the Super Bowl was shown over here, when it comes to the actual run-up to it, so the gen, the, you know, the normal leagues, what's going to happen is that we'll get an hour show a week that will highlight all of the games. Now, bearing in mind that there are 16 games in a weekend, it's going to be about five minutes per game, and I'm not going to really get um, and understand that I'm not also going to get to watch a full game. So I'm going to have to find some way of, uh, I don't know whether there's, a, um, a British sports channel that shows them or whether there's a streaming service I can get in the UK, but I'm going to have to do a little bit of investigation before that season starts because I am going to get into it. I'm going to watch it. I, I really enjoyed it. I know you guys said it was boring. I thoroughly enjoyed it and I'm well, really pumped, pumped to watch them all. And I'll tell you this, it's it, the uh, commissioner and everyone involved in the NFL knows that you guys, it's a hit over there. I mean, you from a couple years ago, they started doing the whole, you know, one game in London. Yeah. Now yes. it's three games. Yeah. So you guys are getting two extra games, and I'm sure as time goes, it'll get bigger and bigger to where you actually get to watch the games that you know we get to watch. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't like Who knows? You may even get a team. We yeah, do have and teams. You know, there was there was talk that an NFL team over here in these states was going to move over and make their home in England. I know that there are English American football teams. Obviously, that I'm, I'm sure we probably even have our own league, but it just isn't the same caliber. You do. It's the uh, European Football League. Yep. There you go. So yeah, you know more about that than I do. So that kind of goes to show um, the level of kind of uh, publicity and uh, exposure that kind of gets. Um, and even you know, I've I, I subscribe to Sky Sports on my phone. Um, over here, and that doesn't show it a lot. It did show the Super Bowl, but then so did the Terrestrial Channel 4, as I mentioned. Um, I, I need to get into it. You know, I've got to find a way to stream. I'm hoping that maybe... Do, does it like the PlayStation 3 do an, like a... You know, I know they do the hockey stuff. 
Do they do a no. streaming service? There is no game system. Uh, well, they might. They used to have uh, NFL I don't know Sunday Ticket, right? Yeah, I thought that. I don't know if they still do that. I would happily, show. I would happily pay a subscription that would give me access. You know, for for the space of the four months that it runs. Holy I shit, would happily... man! You have seriously like became a football fanatic. I, I'm really. It's getting... fantastic. I love it. That's um, that's actually I'm, pretty fucking awesome. I mean, I tell I you what, seriously, you, if, happily pay like a hundred quid for a four month season pass to get access to the games, uh, you know, all the games, even streaming that I can watch because obviously I'm going to want to watch the Seahawks ones um, because that's the team that I'm, I'm going with, and uh, you know, wow. it's such a small selection of that sort of stuff here. Well, it might not happen because I thought that was only over here. It may be, be. It may be only over here. I'm not too sure. And it's uh, more, it's like three hundred dollars, John. Oh, yeah. I can cheat the PS3 to think it's over in the states. I've done it before, so I can, and I've got a US account, so I can easily do that. If they're still doing it, I haven't heard any word. Yeah, about that's that. the thing. If not, I'm sure there are other nefarious means of getting the streams but i would rather do it legally where possible well i'll tell you what if you really want to try and get into football and somebody who can probably put it in perspective for you you might want to talk to sophie she's big into football oh okay well that's right she might have some hints and tips as to where to get the feeds from then yeah cool beans cool beans but yes um I'm, I'll, I'll probably play some mad next week as well then i think i'll go and get that okay cool well anyway that's that wraps up everybody's phone i didn't miss anybody to no. Okay, good. <laughs> so after all our football talk. Christ, um, yeah, we're running long on this. We're running deep. Yeah, we're talking about football because it's over. God. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I wish, I so wish I could have picked this up. I, I wish I'd have known I'd have enjoyed it. It's it's a shame, but, you know, I'm, I'm ready for next season. I'm with you guys. So you've already, I, you've I want to hear decided. one word. I don't want to hear one word when the show comes out and I talk about baseball for 15 <laughs> You can talk about baseball. <laughs> Not one word. I'll talk with you. It's I, yeah, I know you will. You're the only one. I um. I, so you've already John. If you wanted to get into a real American sport, you should have gotten. It. <laughs> no, no, I'm only taking one on this. On, on this. It'll be too much for me to deal with. But um. So John, you are dead set on being a Seahawks fan now. Yes. Oh. Um, and I think it's only fair because. I obviously last week I I picked Seahawks before the game, um, just because on the basis of the color of their jersey, you guys said it was the cooler one out of the two. I picked it, they won, and at which point at that point I'm kind of have to stick with them. I have to um, follow through on my convictions, and they are now my team of choice. Okay. Yeah, I tried to talk him out of it on Friday, Drew. He did. Yeah. He, wanted, he wanted me to go to the Carolina Panthers, though. So, I know. know. I never said, well, I did <laughs> because did. you could buy their jersey over there. But <laughs> that was the only reason. The, but no, I mean, it's, it's uh, yeah, I don't know. Good luck with that. Yeah. yeah. The Panthers are, hey, you know what? At least you didn't choose the Browns. Yeah. So oh, you don't, yeah, you don't have true. the worst team in the league. No. I'm you could have had the second worst team in the league, wouldn't be my Falcons. You're not the second worst. Oh my god! No, no, Jaguars were worse. They were and the Texans. There was a lot of teams that were worse than the Falcons this year. Oh man! But but to be fair, Drew, your Falcons enjoyed success for like five years. Yeah, but we only be worse. You could be a Lions fan. There, you could be a Lions fan. I could be a Lions (laughs) fan. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. It's just we we were doing good, so good last year, and this year we just kind of blew it. It happens. Yeah. It happens. And we've I only mean, been to the guys... Super Bowl once and we lost. 
Well, you know, a lot of teams, you know, some teams haven't been. And we lost to the yep. fucking team and got the, sh- the shit kicked out of them in this. Could be a Lions fan. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, that's fine. Yeah. Maybe I can sway you to be a Falcons fan one day. No. No. no he's I'm, not going to have it. If anything, if anything, he owes me. He comes. He's coming to Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. John's real popular just just right now. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but anyway, let's uh, let's jump into a little bit of news. Not much. Um, I know, uh, John. I haven't been able to listen to your news burst just yet. No. So um, um, it's not just his. Um, or Justin. There you go. <laughs> uh, but let's see here. Um, apparently, Room Factory Four is difficult to find. So uh, Exceed is going to be uh, making more copies. That's oh. good. Never I played. Like that game. Never played it. I was supposed to review it, but they never sent us a copy. They just sent Ken a bunch of seeds. Uh, a bunch, of, bunch of what? Seeds. Alrighty. Wait, they sent they sent a promotional item, but they didn't send the game for review. Correct. How does that even what? happen? I what? Don't know. Wow. <laughs> Ask Ken. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, I got a uh, Yoshi's I- New Island. Is uh, gonna get a 3ds XL bundle. Sweet. Um, I don't know if you guys talked about it on news burst, but uh, Flappy Bird Creator pulled the the game from the stores. No, because that hadn't this. happened at the time. Uh, yeah, he uh, he wanted to uh, pull the games from both the Google Play Store and the iTunes Store, uh, saying that um, he is sick of all the hate. What? They've the, ruined his simple life. He uh, uh, sorry, apparently but, he's making like fifty grand a day. Yeah, and it's ruined his simple life. So now a couple of things on this. Wow. Firstly, if that's, I mean, he's not EA. I mean, that's not hate. Hate is when you release Dungeon Keeper on iOS. Yeah, um, that's hate. And secondly, um, if he was to pull it from the store, because obviously the fifty grand a day that he was earning was from ads. The people playing it, he still makes money from them, doesn't he? Yes. Uh, yeah. Or do the ads yeah. stop? No, so I mean, he still makes money. Yeah. So he will still continue to make money while people are playing it. So that's not going to solve that problem. If like, the money was a problem. But the fact of crazy. just because people don't like it and voice their opinion like everyone's entitled to anymore doesn't no, mean he but... should pull his game. No, and you know, all right. I, I, I mean, people like you know like it. Ryan, Ryan yeah. likes it. Yeah, I like it. A lot of people like it. it, and I think I, 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 it might get frustrated with it, and I don't play it as much as some other people. But I appreciate the addictiveness and simplicity of that game, and you know, to be able to um, create something relatively easily um, just goes to show the ingenuity of some people out there. I, well, and you know, I don't it, think it, it deserves hate. Hate. Well, everyone's got to hate on something. Uh, anywhere and you know it's just i can understand him being upset about the hate because i mean it's his baby after all you know but you know it's the internet you're gonna get you know all kinds of hatred spewed your way Mm -hmm. just don't get hurt about it he should be happy about the fact that he made a game in three days that's making him so much money as an international (laughs) success i mean jesus he is he is cutting off his game and he is going to go cry in his corner and wipe his tears with his hundred dollar bills Yes, uh-huh. that we are continuing to provide for him. Yeah, I, 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 you know, 
maybe he'll grow up. Maybe he'll realize that you take the rough with the smooth. And while, you know, there are developers out there that were cut off their right arm oh, to win 50 oh, yeah. grand a day. So right. I think he should maybe stop being such a, a, a moany crybaby. Just, Get has on he with not it. been around the internet in the past couple years? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, we, we talk about Phil Fish all the fucking time. Has he still canceled Fez too? Yeah, of course he has, until it comes out that it's going to be This Maybe it's a, a good ploy, because, I mean, we're talking about it. Everyone's talking True. about it, so yeah. maybe it's a yep. fucking ploy. But to be fair, it's not as if no one was talking about it beforehand. Well, we could have saved this for about sure. another couple of weeks after it had gone a bit dead, then pulled a, uh, or yeah. spat his dummy out and, and got more interest in it. I, I mean, he's... I don't know. It's just weird. He's it can't. Surely it can't be the money. If that was the case that there was a money that was a problem, he could just say, "I'm pulling the um, app and I'm turning off ads." But I bet he doesn't. So yeah. Well, um, have you guys seen Justice League War yet? I have no. Okay. I uh, I I have not. Okay. I saw it on the App Store and thought, "Is it going to be any good and worth me buying?" It was actually not the App very Store, good. the um, uh, iTunes store it's actually very good and i highly suggest everybody take a look at it uh but the same director who did that has uh, announced that he is going to be adapting batman arkham series as an animated uh dc movie that might be cool so um i'm i'm actually kind of excited for that because i think the arkham arkham series has some pretty good uh story elements yeah and uh dc knows how to make animated movies it's going to be yeah, 20 yeah. minutes of uh, Batman making bass symbols on the walls with explosive foam. Yeah. 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 <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Dynasty Warriors coming to the PS4 in March. Woo, woo. Cool. It's going to be Dynasty Warriors 8 Extreme Legends Complete Edition. Wow. Nice. Say that five times fast. Logging <laughs> a dead horse here. You know, I'm, I might pick that up. I um I played, You can only uh, pick it up if you can say the name. Can... Without looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> well that's impossible, man. Yeah, yeah that's tough. <laughs> well the, the the Vita version of the Dynasty Warriors game, uh, Dynasty Warriors Warriors Next is currently yep. free on the PS plus subscription service over here. It's also I a great it. game. I downloaded that, played it for five minutes, and realized I don't really like Dynasty Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real it is, shame. It's Dom. an acquired yeah. taste. It is an acquired taste. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but I did. I reviewed Dynasty Warriors eight and actually really enjoyed it. So um, I reviewed Dynasty Warriors next and really enjoyed it. There you go. Let's see here. I did not review Dynasty Warriors. Anything. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> okay. You're welcome. Yeah, no problem. Oh, man. Let's see here. I'm just looking here. I have a story. Go ahead. Um, I just caught this, too. Um, Microsoft is offering $100 if you trade in your PS3 for, uh, for, uh, for Xbox One. That was two weeks ago. Well, suck it, John. You know news. the internet, if it's not hey, breaking hey. news, it's old news. I just saw it on Yahoo while I was perusing their stories. Have you yeah. seen all of the have you seen all of the memes that have come out since then for PlayStation uh, 4? No, because I don't care about the internet. <laughs> they're hilarious. Well, let's see here. The next Skylanders game that they're gonna be making is gonna be coming back from the creator. Uh, Toys for Bob. 
Ah, so that's, that's, that's a normal Activision thing, though, isn't it? It's two dev, uh, a two dev cycle for a no, for a yearly up. game. No. Well, I thought the uh, the other uh, the original Toys for Bob had something else they were working on. That's why they didn't do the last Skylanders. Clearly not. Let's see here. Resident oh, Evil. shut up, John. But that's also, they, they've got Sledgehammer in as well, haven't they, for Call of Duty. So Call of Duty's going on to a three-dev cycle. Yeah. Which might be a good thing, to be fair. Why don't they just make them, like, just th- every three years? That'll be oh, That would oh, be kind of so good. good. That yeah. would be less money they make. Yeah, that's true. But you'd actually oh, make a good game. Because they can't afford to take a little bit of a hit like that. Really? <laughs> No, this is Activision. They flog a dead horse. You know that. It, it would definitely make it much more of a big deal when it yeah. would come out. It would. Yeah. I, I think it should go on to at least a two-year de- a two-year cycle, but that's never going to happen. At least, yeah. you know, at least give you guys, you know, whoever plays it, more time to enjoy what they currently have, and then get excited for the next one, as opposed to yeah. oh, here we go again, same old shit. Yeah. yeah. Literally yeah. months after it didn't happen this year, but a month uh, last year, a month after Black Ops Two came out. Uh, Ghost got leaked, and it's like, fuck's sake, we've barely just started playing this. Well, yeah. And it gives the developers more time to develop and actually come up yeah. with something more creative than just well, think, bullshit. I, th- I think that's the whole idea of the three dev cycle thing, but even then, they're just uh, building on whatever the previous dev made, and yeah. um, and, and that doesn't benefit anybody. You, you, know who, you know who makes a lot of money, sells a lot of copies, but has a really good uh, game release model? Rockstar. Grand Theft Auto sells the most copies basically every time it comes out. That's yeah, every four years. Yeah, every year. Yeah, so that's, that's it. exactly right. People, then, people know, get excited again. And let's mm-hmm. face it, Battlefield EA has just killed that franchise after what happened this year. So they have Call of Duty has no one to really compete against in that yeah. market. With the exception so, of, I mean, I think this generation will see things like Titanfall and Destiny take center stage. But you, you're right, it's. Um, people are getting disillusioned by this, and it's and EA could have swept the floor with Call of Duty this year, but everything that went on with the um, the bugs and shit is, is you're right, has killed their chance of doing that now. I think. Yep. I hope that these two franchise. I mean, I enjoyed Battlefield Four far more than I did Call of Duty this year, and I still play Battlefield Four, and I bought the premium pack, and I will continue playing it. But I think. Those two need to step aside and, and let Destiny and Titanfall become the two um, spareheads for this generation. Let's see here. Um, Team Ninja, guys who made um, Ninja Gaiden, uh, they're going to be working on a unnamed PlayStation 4 game after they finish Yaiba Ninja Gaiden Z. That'll be Ninja Gaiden 4 then. Probably. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Far Cry Classic coming to the U.S., Next week. What? Or this exactly week. Exactly, is Far Cry Classic. Apparently it's the first Far Cry, but in the HD remake. Is that the Far Cry from the PC or the yes. Far Cry from the console? Because they were two different games, weren't they? This is a Far Cry that first launched on PC. And it's like going to be one. on Xbox 360 and PS3. Because what was it on the Xbox? It was, was it Predator or Instincts? Oh, Instincts was on the Wii, so that must have been Predator. Because that was that was piss poor. The um the Predator one, the the one that came out on Xbox 360. I didn't enjoy that at all. I don't know, Ryan. Didn't we all play that? Were you on? Yeah, you were on there when Ken and Ernie and all them played it, right? Yep. Yeah. So we played a hell of a lot. We enjoyed it. Yeah, it wasn't piss yeah, it was poor. Fun. Oh, I didn't like it. I d- well, my opinion, mate. That's my opinion. Your opinion is not relevant. Yeah. 
Sony and the internet should have made dumb, damn sure about that, too. That's right. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, Skullgirls Encore coming to the PlayStation Network tomorrow. I don't there's know what, a, what Skullgirls are. It's there's a actually a game. big controversy about that game. What happened is that, from my understanding, is that they had a partnership with Konami when they released and published the game. And uh, they they had some like shady dealings. They they had a disagreement, and basically um, they had a falling out. And at that point, Konami decided to pull the game after it's been released. Yeah. So they had to really re-release the game and find another publisher and stuff like that. So it was a big fiasco. It's just a fighting game, uh, made by a couple of like uh, like fighting game fans and other people. But uh, it's it's fairly well received, but it didn't really become too popular. It's kind of a niche game, but yeah, yeah that's what it is. Okay. Yeah, I reviewed it. I thought it was okay. Is that on PS PS3 and is that only PS3? No, it was on uh, Xbox as well. But I, I think mean the release on PSN is that it's, it, it, it's just says PSN here. So oh, okay. um, I think that most fighting games gravitate toward the PlayStation Three anyway. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, it was okay. I just think they needed some new, um, more characters. Yeah. And I believe this one comes with a new character, if I'm not mistaken. Probably. Let's see here. You you see how not prepared I am. <laughs> I tell you what, oh, you're this God. new host is a pile of garbage. Where's Ken when you want him? I know it. <laughs> terrible, terrible, terrible. It's uh, so shoddy work, shoddy work. Yep. I think you're doing a damn fine job. Oh, well, thank you very much. Damn I, fine. I, I greatly do appreciate it. Yeah, Ken just say... cried when he didn't realize you were when he realized you weren't going to be on the news burst last week. He, it was there were tears shed. Um, yeah, it's true. I it had to take me at least twenty minutes before I could calm down. <laughs> Honestly, oh. I think that's about all the news I can think of here, unless anybody's got anything else. Um, it's no, kind of it's kind of a slow news week. Uh, so it's a January, February time's always a bit slow. It's March, April, and the run up to E3 when you start getting all of the bits and pieces. There was, of course, the Watchdogs thing, which was a trademark weird thing that I didn't really follow it too much because it also seemed a bit odd. But um, there were reports that they'd pulled the Watchdogs or one of the Watchdogs trademarks. Then Ubisoft said no, we hadn't. That was not done correctly, and we've reinstated it. And everyone's the internet panicked. All oh, Watchdogs been cancelled. It's been cancelled. It all it's the internet. Blow- Blowing up as usual. Did yeah. anyone see the Lego movie this weekend? Yes, I did. No, I went it? to go. We took Jacob to go yesterday, and it was completely sold out. So wow. We bail. Oh. I, I can tell you this, that it is one of the best, not just one of the best kids' movies for a long time, but one of the best movies I've seen for a long time. Really? It was simply amazing. It's. I'm not going to spoil anything for anybody, but if you have children um it's a perfect excuse to go but if you've got any kind of nostalgia for lego from your childhood then you've got no reason to go no reason not to go see it it was incredibly well made it was funny there were so many in jokes in there and it was truly heartwarming Hmm. so go and see it yeah i really really want to see it yeah me too yeah, I would recommend it to anybody. It, if you've got any kind of affinity with Lego, it's it was just it was pure gold. Cool. Kind of curious how the game is. 
a probably like every other Lego game I've seen. Right, right. I was watching um, live on PlayStation yesterday, and I was going through some of the uh, uh, channels, and someone was playing it. Um, obviously, they've got a code for a review or something because I don't think it's out yet. But um, yeah, it is. Oh, is it? Okay, it's not out over here yet. Um, and it's um, it looks like a Lego game. Obviously, I think the advantage it'll have is that because the Lego movie contains characters from a lot of the different types of Lego sets, that you'll probably find that this has probably got the one of the biggest rosters of different Lego characters, like superheroes and city stuff, and probably going to go into some of the older collections as well. Um, I think you'll find that there's probably a huge roster there, um, but it'll probably say play the same as all other Lego games, which isn't a bad thing. Are the turtles in it? Yeah, there is um, one of the turtles is in it. Yes, sweet, sweet, sweet. But they also make really, really good fun of some of the other sets that didn't make it as big as others. Um, uh, again, you have to see the movie for that, and it's uh, it's just brilliant. It really is. And Will Arnett as Batman was he's he's a real jerk. He's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's going to move over the Twitter. Unfortunately, I do not have the email. So if you send us an email, we'll have to get to it next week because I don't have any way of looking at them. But I can't look at the Twitter. Um, I was going to start because I thought this was hilarious. Uh, I posted, uh, me, Jesus Christ, you know, Philip Seymour Hoffman died. And John said, no. And me said, yeah, he died today. And John said, what? Why? <laughs> no, it was more of a, it, it was more of a, whoa. <laughs> uh, DJ Misahara says, uh, listening to N4G radio. Good job, guys. And then um, a bunch of people replied to it saying they all like our stuff. We have so many listeners. Everybody loves us. Yeah. Yeah. And, and apparently uh, DJ Miz has to um, manually blank out our cuss words. Yes. That's listening. Yeah. I'm going to have to read that one. Where is that at? It's up here somewhere. Yeah, I remember reading about that. that. That's that's pretty cool. Why does he have to <laughs> manually do it? What? I guess he listens to the show in his in his car yeah. when he's driving his kids. Oh, listen! And, I listen. <laughs> it says listen to every Tuesday morning taking my daughter to school. I have to make weird noises to cover up the f bombs. <laughs> oh, snap. Well, we we do have an explicit warning on the iTunes store. Yeah, we we do we do swear quite a bit. To be fair, then both me and Ryan both said we should watch our language. Yeah, All right, we'll try our best. If we'd have known that, if I'd have known this before the show had started, then maybe I wouldn't have thrown so many f words about. Well, he says here, nah, my daughter laughs her head off every time I interrupt with silly sounds to mask f bombs. <laughs> <laughs> We're not for kids. We're not for kids. Yeah. All right. Unless you're Jason. So let's just go ahead and jump into <laughs> the new tweets here. Uh, numerous ones from Blue Apple Blue. Uh, let's see here. First one says, if you, or excuse me, if one of your reviewers liked a game but disagree with the message, for example, if Dave liked Assassin's Creed 4, but he didn't, want to give the game a high score because it encouraged piracy and whale hunting, so he gave it a bad score. Will you try to convince him to change it? Will you publish it? Um, That's probably more of a question for Ken, isn't that, it? Because he's the one yeah, that but, makes a, pulls the trigger on this sort of stuff, I guess. But As far as that goes, I mean, 
most of us that review these games review them for the fun factor. Mm. We and and how much we enjoyed it, not how we oh, feel about a game. I would be. Um, I would imagine it would be our job. Uh, well, our job is not imagine it. Is it, uh, it is our job to um, take in everything that the game offers, including um, you know content, um, themes, uh, morality, and obviously if there's uh, a part of the game that we maybe don't agree with morally, then it would be our job to, to raise that in the review. But um, yeah, we, we base of our, I mean, our scores are based on the amount of fun we had with it. So if the game is fun, regardless of its content, then um, I guess the score would have to reflect that, but we would have to, if, you know, if it's a serious thing, we would have to definitely raise it in the review. Uh, To be fair though, um, if I play a game like Grand Theft Auto or some, I'm not going to go out afterwards and, you know, beat hookers up for money. I'm not, you know, games don't make, if you take it too seriously, then you shouldn't be playing them. I don't think, I I think it just goes back to the whole people have an agenda when they write the reviews. Cause there was so many reviews that came out for Grand Theft Auto and, and reviews that, and just articles in general of, of, People complaining about this content is is X. This content is Y. It's it's just it's the new thing nowadays. And I mean, truth be told, Blue Apple Blue, I know what you're doing. You're trying to troll me because you know because you know how I am about that kind of stuff. And I will I will gladly oblige you. So I will let you know how I feel about anything. Um, let's see here. The next thing he says for a company that is pushing for always online DRM, why didn't Microsoft make the Xbox one of streaming microsystems with a camera like PlayStation now? Uh, since the ESRB does, Oh, well that's, that's, that's one, uh, that's one question. Uh, well, they haven't got the technology. Yeah. That's as simple as that. They couldn't wait another two or three years for the technology and people's broadband providing services to, to, to ramp up enough for that to be a um, a stable service. They they couldn't. I mean, I think Sony was smart in the fact that this is going to be something that's added on to the system later on down the line and which will improve as time goes on. You can't release a console based upon streaming when streaming isn't at it's you know it's not at its peak it, it can't do the job properly because your console will fail yeah and they can't they couldn't wait for sony you know they couldn't wait three years and and play catch up to sony i mean you you're talking about um a console originally that had you know the 360 had um you know almost a year head start in some areas on the uh, on the <laughs> ps3 and you can see this time round with them having an even playing field being released within weeks of each other, how good that's done for Sony. And so you couldn't give them that kind of lead. No way. Yeah. That's, I will, you know, the future can only tell. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think that if Sony's uh, PlayStation now service works out well, um, I'm sure Microsoft will emulate it with their own service. And if they continue to, um, you know, progress in leaps and bounds and the next set of consoles may be very different to what we're used to. I see here. It goes on to say, since the ESRB doesn't, and I'm going to go ahead and put this word in here, recognize uh, sexism and racism, do you think it's time to include it or make a new system? Should games have a warning if it includes violence towards colored people or women? Uh, If it is, uh... or if the female characters are sexualized? No, well, I don't. I think, 
Well, sexual sexualism or like, I guess sexual content is already recognized by the SRB and taken yeah. pretty heavily censored and guarded upon. So I think that's already considered. But when it comes to things like racism, you have to look at it as a as a way of perspective, right? Like there was the whole thing with Resident Evil Five. People were like, "Oh, this is this is a racist game where you're shooting up a bunch of black guys as as a white guy or something like that." And it's racism is all about intent, right? Yeah. It's it's not Ooh. it's not just about what's seen because if you're portraying a scenario, one thing could be a thing. It just it just is what the scenario is. But you have to think about what are they trying to say by putting the player in this scenario. And you can't really judge that too easily. That's why racism is such a hot topic, because there's no clear-cut answers to it, right? Anyone that uh, has ever claimed to be a racist will always deny it. And uh, they might be denying it because they truly believe that they're not racist, when in fact that they are because they have this kind of prejudice against other colored people. But that's, you just you can't really judge that on a sticker, you know, in like a four-sentence no. word. You just yeah. can't do it. It just work. It uh, doesn't work. And no, it's you kind would of a think... tricky subject anyway. I mean, Resident Evil 5, like you said, got that. But it wasn't racist because they weren't just going around for the fun of it. You know, it was a virus. You know, the and Resident it was set Evil. in yeah. that area. Yeah, yeah. it was set. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. largely yeah. populated. And, you know, and no one would complain, and no one has complained, like in Grand Theft Auto, what was it, 4? Uh, no, it was San Andreas. Where you can, you know, you play as an African American. No one complained that you can go around shooting white people. So it's just it's it's a tricky subject. It's not. It's not black and white. No game game is intended to go around killing certain certain. Well, no, there are there are certain games that are like like ritual cleansing and stuff. Like they they do make these indie racist games that are you know made to be racist. But when you're talking mainstream, no. It just, See, it just I, wouldn't sell. And I wouldn't know about any. I don't play a lot of indie games, so I don't know that. But in mainstream, there's no uh, game geared it's, just towards any kind of race. And yeah. you know, Yeah, you're do- right. It's not, it's, it's not something you can stick on the back of a box. Um, yeah. It is down to um, uh, context, uh, of course. And But you would like to think that the industry self-polices itself, so publishers would... Um, you know, wouldn't publish a game if the developer had very strong um, sexualized or you know racist overtones. Um, I mean, the there was a big hoo ha with that Suda Fifty One game, um, and I mean, I've never played it. I only saw the videos of the certain parts of the game where I think, did they have to look at a woman or something down the cleavage or up the legs or I don't know. It was really weird, but it was very, I mean, I thought it was very sexist, um, but it still got out there and it was still published. So maybe this is just certain people's sensibilities, but I mean, it is, it, you can't kind of slap a rating on it and said, this game is racist or this game is sexist or this game is whatever. It's, it's something we have to please ourselves and make sure that no lines are really crossed um, where you would upset a, a large portion of the population. Well, yeah. if that line is ever crossed, I'm sure it wouldn't see the light of day. Well. The yeah. fact yeah, of it is it's always going to be violence towards uh, another character, be it white, mm. black, um, whatever other race. There's exactly. always going to be games towards that. And, but that's not the purpose of the game. At least that's what they're, you know trying to get away from well, so. yeah. that's what the message that's, is sending it's that's not yeah that's that's completely beside the point i mean as far as like uh, they should they should label oh there's violence towards women in this game 
why don't you just say there's violence in this game? They, that's because what they because, do anyway. because what the hell does it matter? What the hell does it matter if it's a violence toward a woman or against right. a man? And that's how they don't they they don't they, they don't get specific because exactly. there's going to be violence. I mean that's it's but, but, on the tag but, already. But that, but that should but that shouldn't even fucking matter. What 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 should matter is there's violence, okay? And yeah. and that's what gets me about it is that if it's violence toward a woman, it's fucking horrible and it's sexist. But if it's a man killing another man, ah, whatever. Come on, right. what the fuck is that? It's the Business standard. as usual. Yes. Yeah, it's the double standard. And it's and if, and if it's a woman shooting a man, pff, right? The guy probably deserved it. He was a sexist. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's how they see this shit, and that's what gets on my nerves. And Blue Apple Blue loves doing that shit. It's just you know, just uh, twist the knife a little bit more. The uh, before we uh, before we continue, the game that I was thinking of, I, I pulled up the wiki page for it. Let me let me read you guys the the premise and the plot. Okay. Okay. In the game. The protagonist, the player can choose either a skinhead or a cleansman, runs through a ghetto killing African-American and Latinos before defend, uh, descending into the subway system to kill Jews. See, now that type of yes. game wow. should not have ever – I don't care, indie or what. That game should never have come out. Ethnic cleansing, and there was actually a sequel for it that was released apparently. Okay. So, it's called wow. Ethnic Cleansing? Ethnic well, Cleansing. At least the Jews didn't get left out. Yeah, that's, that's that 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 game. <laughs> that's comical to me. Yeah, that's yes. a game that never should have got made. Yeah. No, absolutely not. And that's just that's ridiculous. But but yeah, so I, I think the ESRB is has a fine system in place. I think it doesn't think, get specific because it doesn't need to get specific. It has violence. Everyone's going to get punched. Exactly. That's 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 the biggest thing about it. And it's like you know, stop trying to single yourself out. It used to be you're singling people out because it's a bad thing. Now you're singling yourself out so you can say, "Look at me." Stop it. All right. All right. It, it, you know. Holy fuck. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Blue Apple Blue also says, in case we have a female guest, can you please confirm that you are not being forced or to show that and that you are not under hypnosis or drugs? Well, can... no, I'm oh, not. What? Okay. <laughs> sure. I, I okay. I would what? love. I would love to have a female host on here. We should just get Sophie on here one day. And I've already asked Sophie just... if she wanted to be on Phoenix Down. So okay. That'll probably happen. So there you go, Blue Apple Blue. You can listen to Phoenix down whenever she's on. Whenever you decide to drug her, apparently. Yeah. No, 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 us being drugged, I guess. Or wait, in case we have a female guest, can you please confirm you are not being forced to show, and that you are not under hypnosis or drugs? Maybe so they I, meant so like I guess the female guest was we, on we're here. We're a bunch of sexist. We're, we're the sexist, and we'll be damned if we ever have a woman on the show. But They're unless. Too busy well, in the kitchen. Uh, well, I mean, John's on, so that's close enough, right? <laughs> yeah, you're so funny. Brits. Tease. All right. And uh, next question from Blue Apple Blue. If you have a Games for Windows Live game and uh, you want to play it, uh, but they're discontinuing the service, will you use a hack? Depends on the game, really. And I know Dark Souls uses it. And I don't know if they're ever going to switch over. Um, they re-released a lot of the the Batman games that use games for Windows Live on Steam, so yeah. you no longer have to worry about that stuff. So I think they either get rid get a pass to get rid of that stuff, or they just release it again without the added 
DRM and et cetera. Or don't, and then they just let that game die. Maybe. Because I think that's what they're going to do with a few games. Uh, let's see here. Brian the Boogeyman Peterson chimes in and says, uh, what do you guys think of Murdered Soul Suspect? I am actually interested in that game very much. Let's I haven't see. really seen much about it. No, I'm not too fast. Uh, you basically play as a detective who gets killed, and uh, you play as his spirit trying to figure out who killed him. Interesting. It's, it's a cool premise. I, I'll give it that. I need to see more of that before I form an opinion. Uh, Mighty Mookie, Mookie's Groove, says Firestarter. Twisted Firestarter. Oh, God, you sound just like him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course, because he is very posh. <laughs> oh, you're saying you're posh, are you? No, but the way I said that was very, very British. Twisted Firestarter. Twisted Firestarter. Dean Crumpets. <laughs> Join your shoes, Governor. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, Who's being racist now, eh? <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> uh, Roger Rosa says, uh, "Who's looking forward to Infamous Second Son, and why?" Me, because yes. it's going to be awesome. Me, because the Infamous, Infamous series game. is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It looks, it looks good. It looks really good. I mean, visually, it looks so, oh, so God. pretty. Um, I, I must admit, I, I kind of. I'm a little bit cooled off towards um, Delsin. Um, the trailers have him being a bit of a dick, but whether that changes, whether that's part of the story arc, uh, we'll find out. But I mean, the last couple of games, I mean, they've got better over time. So two, I thought was better than one. And I'm hoping um, second son or three will be better than that. I'm just, yeah, I've already got it pre-ordered on my PSN. That's ready to download to, um, when that comes out next month. Yeah, I cannot there wait for go. that game. Okay, uh, Jer45 says, uh, how much effort slash time do you think it takes for Nintendo to release virtual console games? Are they worried about oversaturation? Uh, I don't think it takes that much effort. And they probably I got some kind of program care. in place. <laughs> and they'll, 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 they'll have a, a system where you can run a, a game through whatever program and it spits out the, the, the virtual console version of it. Um, and while people keep asking for, for older games on there, they'll keep doing it. Um, addressing the idea of oversaturation is that, do you guys think that, let's say if Nintendo decided to increase or rather like release their entire Nintendo catalog as a virtual console item on one single day, uh, would that hurt sales for any single individual item that would have sold if uh, they decided to release maybe three or two? It uh, might, like yeah. I mean, we, yeah. It would, yeah. right? Cannibalize yeah. each other, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think, yeah, there is a worry of oversaturation, but that's that's the case for any kind of game releases, not just for retro, like you know, virtual console stuff. But I think they are taking way too long, yeah, uh, per releases. I think it should be like a weekly, like three, four games a week. My so. my issue with with that is that I don't know when anything's coming out. I mean, it's hard to find on the store. The store's not the greatest to navigate anyway. Mm. Whether you're on the 3ds or the or the Wii U, um, it seems like a complete ball ache um, compared to you know the masters of the field. Um, you know Microsoft and even Sony's uh, uh, store since being on the PS4 is is a lot easier to navigate and find what you're looking for. Um, and I think that it's that's their problem is i don't know what's coming out and when it's coming out and 
you know what format it's going to be on whether it'll be wii u or or, or 3ds so just it's it, it kind of they don't make a big enough song and dance about it so i'm not that first they're nintendo they don't have to make a big song or dance about it I they guess. don't care they don't care they don't have to march to the beat of your drum jonathan yeah <laughs> <laughs> why the damn not <laughs> all right i don't know bye Just ryan nintendo Oh, Ryan. He's gone. Okay. He's gone. As Ryan, as Ninja's got him. Yep. No, he, oh. he left. He had to go. Oh, okay. Bye, Ryan. Uh, but yeah, as far as virtual console games goes, uh, Nintendo has the library that's even better than Sony's. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't I, that's subjective. It's bigger than Sony's, and yes. they mm-hmm. could totally do a subscription service. And I think a lot of people would go for that. Um, a subscription for basically every game in their catalog. Yeah. yeah. Like a P- like a PS Plus service. Yeah. So they could do, I don't know, 15 bucks a month and say, you have every NES, Super NES, N64, and GameCube title right there. How do you like that? Well, hmm. they'd that, never that do that. They would I'd be actually, like, uh, yeah. if they did, I'd actually go out and buy a Wii U. There Give me go. a reason to. I mean, only one or two games isn't enough to get me a system. So if they did that, that's a good enough reason to get me a system. There you go. See but here. that goes to, you know, Nintendo not marching to the beat of your drum. <laughs> you really like that saying today. Huh? I do. It's I haven't used it in a while. It's been a few years. So we're <laughs> going to bring that back. Good. It's pretty good. We're nice. going to bring it back on this show today. Right. Only I will. You guys can't use it, though. Okay. It's oh. copyrighted. It's it is. Different strokes, man. Oh, you can't do that, Drew. You can't do it. What? One phrase each week. You no, can no, bring no. that back next week. Different strokes has that saying in the theme song. Oh, I thought you were using the phrase. Well, My the, fault. Well, My the fault. world don't roll to the beat of just one drone. Well, that's how the cookie crumb looks, guys. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Okay, see, now you're just breaking the rules. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't look a gift horse in the mouth. <laughs> don't book a gift horse in the mouth? I said don't book. I'm pretty sure you said book. Okay, don't book one either. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Cypher, Dave Robinson, uh, says... What PC game do you wish was ported to consoles? Mine would have to be Vampire Masquerade. Oh, I love that game. Never played that game, but it's on our Phoenix down list. Uh, you should play it on PC and download the community patch so it becomes playable. Okay. But it's yeah. amazing. That sounds bad. <laughs> no, no, no. Trust me. It was buggy as shit. That's why it got a lot of flack. But it's been fixed. It's very playable. And it's one of the coolest games you'll ever play, Vampire-wise, yeah. Okay. Uh, anybody got any? Yeah. I don't know. Um, City of Heroes, I would like to have played that. But I don't really play a lot of PC games or know about a lot of them. So. I, City I, of I, Heroes. City of Heroes? Uh, I want to play Planescape Torment. Yeah. I never played that. I hear like, it, has, it has like the best story in an RPG game ever created. But I never played it. I kind of want to. Did you ever play the Boulder Gate series? I played the first one for like an hour. Yes. Okay. It's a lot like that. Okay. Well, the one I'd like is actually coming, which is Rogue Legacy. So, yeah. Um, as far as me goes, I mean, Ryan actually mentioned it earlier. I would love to play The Witcher um, using a controller. Mm. It doesn't, doesn't have that controller support. support? Bound, the first one does not have controller support. Not even a mod or anything. I. I think it would almost be impossible to play that game with a controller. Okay. I don't. I mean, I, you know, it, it could happen. Well, but... then, it, then I think you just 
gave the reason why it will never be on console. I know that, but fucking <laughs> figure it out and put it on there. Ah, earmuffs. Earmuffs. Come on, Drew. Earmuffs. Give a warning. Just, just make a loud noise. we need a bleep machine we need a bleeper okay Uh, we got a few more uh, from uh, Creed and Raid Uh, says considering the sales of the Playstation Vita will Sony make another handheld system Uh, hmm they already have a great one. It's called the PS Vita. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, True. not a lot of people know that, though. Right. <laughs> and, and, and that's the thing. I mean, it'd be stupid for Sony to be like, oh, the PS Vita is not selling because it's not powerful enough. Let's make something that's like 400 or $500. I mean, that would be, it would, be dumb. That, and that's a good point. That's, that's a good point, Jason. So, I, I think I, they're going to stick with the success of their home consoles. Yeah, I, I, I mean, if they want to improve Vita sales, advertise. Absolutely, and that's thank you. How many years have we been saying this to Sony? <laughs> advertise, and when you do, I'm not going to get into it again. Sorry. <laughs> Don't have two guys singing a fucking song while in video games, right? There you go. Okay. Uh, next thing he says, uh, will Nintendo make a PlayStation Vita style handheld in high definition uh, that will link directly to their next console? Uh, that could possibly happen. All right, well, yeah, that that that's another thing. We have to get over that hurdle first, mm-hmm. uh, and that's a big hurdle to get over. Um, but I could see that happening. Uh, 3ds. I mean, HD. 3ds HD will be the next thing, won't it? I I mean, do you oh. want to go with the dual screen thing? You want to keep doing that? I, I mean, think that's... dual screen is fine. Just get rid of the dumb 3D. No one uses it. No one likes yeah. it. Yeah, nobody uses yeah. that thing. Well, I mean, they've. We will always have some kind of 3D bullshit. I guarantee it, because they think that's what made them the success. No, they don't. They don't think that at all. That's why the 2DS was released. Yes, yeah, you're absolutely right. The 2DS is an admission to the fact that nobody uses 3D. Yes. Yeah, I would say stick with the with the two screens. Get rid of 3D, but add the A third extra screen, Mellow Vision. No, the uh, second second analog stick. That's all I need. Oh, yeah. Give me a 2DS with a second analog stick, and oh. we're good to go. So good. Yeah. Because trying to play Monster Hunter on the 3DS without the Circle Pad Pro is a fucking nightmare. Yeah, I uh, I ended up buying two Circle Pad Pros. Uh, that's one how for, you roll. One for me and one for... Uh, my wife, who still has yet to play Monster Hunter. Whoa. That was a waste of money then. Yeah, yeah. They're not much, expensive. How much are they? I kind of I want one for the next Monster Hunter. Uh, I think I paid about 15 bucks for mine. Uh, it looks so bad coming out on the side of the... It street. looks stupid and it holds weird. I mean, it's, yeah. not, it's not very... You know, it's not very user-friendly, but I mean, it works. And it makes Monster Hunter Ultimate... Three, whatever the hell the name of that one is on the 3DS, it makes it playable. Because yeah. if you don't have that, trying to fight underwater is impossible. Yeah, uh, underwater uh, battles um, without the Circle Pad Pro or is is really tough. But I actually got really good at using the single, uh, the single mo- uh, movement disc or analog stick. Um, when just playing normal stages that were above water, I actually yeah. got pretty good that way with using just a button to constantly center the camera 
all the time. I, I got good that way, but yeah, the, the the water levels you definitely need the second analog stick. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, let me bring it back. Did that stop the recording? No. Okay, cool. <laughs> Sometimes when I add somebody to the call, it stops the recording, and I have no idea why. But, yeah, we're still going. All right, so uh, the next question, Creed and Raid. What will the gamepad screen be used for other than a stupid horn in Mario Kart 8? It'll show the map. Probably. Be yeah. It. And probably maybe you could tap the screen for maybe a secondary weapon or maybe for the main weapon, but you, I have no intention of playing that with the gamepad. That'll be Pro Controller for me. Yeah. Rear view mirror. Well, yeah, they could, they well, who could, uses uh, that on that? I don't know. I don't care. I don't give a shit. Yeah, we don't look back, man. We, we, we you know, we're in first yeah. place. Fuck it. That's, yeah. Exactly. That's, but I you like can see that. that blue shell coming on your ass. I usually give you a warning. Okay. What if <laughs> <it's> on, <laughs> on, oh shit! What if that's what if that warning's on there on your uh, stupid little screen now, the, the, the controller screen? Well, I'm not going to be looking down at it. I'm going to be looking at my television. Well, then I guess you're getting hit by that blue shell, then. Well, then Nintendo needs to fix their shit. Absolutely. That's right. the whole problem right there. They need to fix their shit. <laughs> We've been saying that for years. Uh, up next, when do you think we can expect the price drop, not only to the Wii U, but also the Xbox and PlayStation 4? Uh, Wii Xbox U, has got Wii one U. Yeah, Wii U this year, without a doubt. Yeah. I'm well, soon. Coming, right? So the rumors say, but who they, knows? They say that. I mean, I could see, I could see them in probably mid-November announcing. Hey, oh, I think it'll be 50, sooner. Fifty that. bucks off, bam, do it. No, I think they'll be sooner. I still think they're going to release it without Connect, and I think it'll be hundred dollars cheaper. They I can't I, release I don't, it without the Connect, though, can yes, they? Yes, they can. It's built you in. To, no, it's not. You don't have to. They changed that, John. You can, Day mm-hmm. one, they changed it. You can. No, I know that, but I'm just saying, it's, apparently, it. from what I gather, no. using controlling no. the dashboard is shit no. without the contro- no. uh, Connect. It's not. Okay. That's what Ken said. That's what it's Ken said. Okay. That's what Ken said. That's one man's opinion. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Okay, no, it's, it's not. Ken. I would rather do it with the controller than with my voice. Okay. Yeah. Um, you it, you do not need connect. They changed it. I'm, I know you I'm don't still need sticking it, with. But... I'm still sticking with. They're gonna get rid of it, and they'll sell it as a set, uh, standalone peripheral, and it'll be four hundred dollars. I don't think Sony will drop their system anytime soon. Uh uh-uh. no. Not while they don't need to. No, Sony's Absolutely. on. Sony's fucking on top of the world right now. Yep. So the only ones that need to Nintendo, which will happen, I think this year, and I Microsoft. I think that'll also happen this year. I think we'll see a price drop with um, the release of Mario. Uh, Maybe. Uh, next question. What is Retro Studios working on now? Not yeah. right now. I have, I have uh, no clue. What yeah. is, who, who is Retro Studios? Uh, they're the uh, the development team that did the the Metroid Prime series. Okay. And they also, uh, well, recently, well, not, not just recently, but several months ago, everybody was like, oh, they're making a new Metroid for... Uh, uh, the Wii U, but it ended up being uh, the Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze uh, game that's coming out here in the next month or so. And uh, I guess they're working on another game. So it's like, is it going to be another Metroid or is it going to be something out of left field? Um, what you mean, something I, like a new IP? 
like Nintendo would be a new IP or just just a, <laughs> an existing. I don't think game Nintendo's like, oh. capable of a new IP at this point. I, their well has run dry. I do not know. Tropical Freeze is there's. I, mean, I guess they're still working on that currently right now. Yeah, well, it's, it's finishing up. I think it's only a, a month out. Yeah. Um, um, I have no idea then. Well, a new Metroid game, game would be a big headliner for Nintendo, like it always is. I mean, Heck outside yeah. of other M, I think like the Metroid Prime games are fantastic on the GameCube. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I think I think it would behoove them to kind of like commission them for another Metroid Prime kind of game. It would work really well with the actual gamepad actually in that way because all the scanning and stuff like that you have to do in the Prime games. So I yeah, think it would fit that's well. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's very interesting. I don't know. We'll see. We we could use another Metroid game. I'd play it. Yep. I've never played a Metroid game. Wow. Oh, you missed wow. out you missed out on possibly one of the best video games that's ever been made. Hey yeah. uh you own Wii U, don't you, John? Yep. Go to the eShop and download Super, Super Metroid. Metroid. Yep. Yeah, no, don't, <laughs> don't don't bother with the original one on on the NES because that that one's a good game too, but it's it's really tough. It's really old school. Tough. It's like you know, it's yeah. kind of like just throws you in there and says go, kind of like yep. the original Zelda does. Yeah. Whereas Super Metroid, granted, it's actually the third the third Metroid game. Uh, it it eases you into the actual game itself, and it and it's it's got some uh, cool you know sixteen bit kind of a cinematic into, introduction, and it's got really good soundtrack and oh, yeah. playability of that game is incredible. One of the best games ever made, in my opinion. Is yeah. uh, Metroid Prime? That's not on the shop. Probably not. No, they don't have no. GameCube games on there, do they? Oh, okay. No. That's insane. That that game was awesome. If you have a, a Wii or I guess a Wii U, John, you can also pick up a Metroid Prime trilogy. Yeah. That that'll include Metroid Prime one, two, three, and they're all pretty good. Yep. Mm-hmm. Metroid Prime was great. I loved the first one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, same here. Uh and finally, the last tweet from Creed and Raid. Will they ever remake make a remake of the greatest survival horror game to date, Eternal Darkness? Oh God, I hope so. Like, it wasn't there. Like, didn't it get kickstarted but failed? No, that's well, the pro- sequel to Eternal Darkness. No, you yeah, think Project Eternity? Spiritual successor. Because uh, they yeah. didn't get the rights from Nintendo. Was that the whole point? They'd done that and it, they didn't get the funding. Does Nintendo yeah. own the rights to Eternal think Darkness? So. It, they might. I'm uh, thinking about the Dennis Dyack, aren't I? You're thinking, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. He Silicon was Knights was the guy that made Silicon, it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I, I think with the fact that Silicon Knights are no more, and I think they they try, Dennis Dyack then took some people from it and then were trying to um, kickstart this a pseudo um, spiritual successor to Eternal Darkness and nobody found, well, not, sure it didn't hit. I thought they were trying to make an RPG. No, no I'm sure they was, were. I'm a, reading, was... I'm reading the Wikipedia now and it says the shadows of the Eternals, which is the Kickstarter game that they tried to make uh, the successor to uh, Eternal Darkness was delayed indefinitely due to the lack of funding on Kickstarter. There you go. Oh, there you go. I thought it yep. was some type of, um, some type of RPG that they were trying to make. Well, it sucks we won't get a sequel, but I would like to see an HD remake. Uh, you'll never see that. Well, I want it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, I don't know. That's uh, I never finished that game. 
Yep, um, that's why I want an HD remake. We um we abandoned it. That we that was in fact I want to say that was one of the last games we played on the Zombie Frog Game Club before we switched over to Phoenix Down. Mm. Um, we all kind of got stuck. Mike switched websites and decided to uh, go and do his own thing. Yeah, that was there was a lot going on at that time, and we just kind of just dropped it. Didn't we talk about this uh, after we were done recording when I was on last year about that, about doing it? About doing Eternal Darkness? Yeah. Well, I mean, me and Matt's always wanted to go back and actually finish it because we started it, and I think we even recorded one episode of it. Uh, but then we never we, – we, we stopped because everything started happening. Yeah. You know? and, so, and then Zombie Frog is no more. You can't even listen to those episodes anymore. I think Matt only has is the only person that has them. He has them on his laptop. No. I – Call that one, Drew. Just so you know, so I will you, find a way to fucking get a GameCube and the copy of the, the game. Copy of the game is really hard to get these days. I um, well, I still have my copy somewhere. I I, I think because I remember talking about this because I think you said that the best way to do it is to borrow Ken's. Yeah, get a Wii it would probably be the best way to do it, and just get and, a, and get a GameCube controller and hook that circle. That's how I did whenever we played it for Zombie Frog. Well. Well, however, whenever it is, I call that one. No one else can have it. It's mine. Okay. Well, I mean, you are going to join us for a Zelda game, too. Motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Because you've never that. played a Zelda game before. What the fuck is wrong with you? How the hell did you manage that playing video games all these years? You kidding me? Matt hasn't even played one. What? Yes. My, two of my co-hosts on Phoenix Down have never played a Zelda Did they game. never own a Nintendo console? Matt didn't. I did. Wow. That makes me a little sad. I just never really got into it. I watched one of my mom's friends play it when I was a kid. I'm just like, this doesn't look even fun to me. So, I don't know. Early exposure didn't really say anything. Some of the best adventure games that have been made. Yeah. Debatable, sir. (laughs) But anyway, that's, um, that's about it for us. We are. Christ, yeah, we are running deep. We are, we're running deep. This is how we do it. That's they Ken's not here to keep us under control. And exactly. Right. Oh, no, he, he, he wants to stifle up. us. He wants to hold us down, man. He's not holding us down any fucking more. You hear me? We are free. You are never <laughs> going to hold me down again. <laughs> this is the stand. Yes. We're done. Ken's no longer can. allowed on the show. We, no. We're taking this over. This is Drew's show from here on out. He will right. run it. Yep. Mute Wait. me. And then we'll kick him off, and then we'll get someone else to host it. Yeah. that's what's Anarchy. God. But anyway, I do appreciate everybody listening. If you would, you can check out our other awesome podcast. We've got the ZTGD News Burst. Uh, went live two, yesterday, I believe. Yesterday. Yeah, it went live yesterday. You can check that out. Oh, no. Out. That would have been Saturday. Friday. It was Friday. Yeah, oh, Friday. Friday. Yeah, yeah. Shit. Today is. Damn. I lost the Weekend's day. gone, my friend. It's uh, fucked off. Yeah, we're already back to work. God. <laughs> But uh, and you can also check out my show, uh, Phoenix Down. We're finishing up Blue Dragon this week. It'll be live uh, this coming Friday, so definitely check that one out. And then we're moving on to Singularity. Uh, oh, okay, that's maybe quite a cool game. That yeah, that, I, I, I played that game before. Uh, we're gonna have a special guest from across the pond, actually, John. So okay, um, who? Uh, it's a, a guy I've been listening to his podcast for years. Um, he runs the Hatchet Job podcast. Um, he, um, I, I just asked him randomly, "Hey, would you like to join us for this?" And he said, "Yeah, let's do Singularity." I said, "Sounds good to me." So that's what we're going to do. 
Um, no, we don't have any new iTunes reviews. Please, if you would, leave us an iTunes review. I love reading them, especially when they're bad. So give me a bad iTunes review. I mean, it's got to be legit bad. It can't be, you know, fake bad. Yeah, you can't give us five stars and then say, these people are a bunch of douchebags, and that's it. I mean, come on. <laughs> so when you say bad review, do you mean negative or someone uh, a review written poorly? Both. Negative. Those are the best <laughs> ones. Uh, give us a bad game talking about how bad we are, but use broken English. <laughs> Especially, we love it when they make fun of John. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, you know, that's fair enough. I don't, I don't mind being the butt of the jokes. <laughs> but yeah, um, other than that, you can all follow us all on Twitter. I am at DML Fury. Jason is at Gambus Con. John is John WUK. Uh, Justin is at Kill Wolverine. Ryan is at R Wombold. And Jay is at Batusai J. And then you follow Ken as well as the website at ZTGD. And um, and you can follow the two shows as well, Newsburst and Phoenix Down. They've yes. both got Twitter accounts now. Yes, they both have Twitter accounts uh, at ZTGD Newsburst and at ZTGD... ZTGD Phoenix Down. Uh, you can follow us all on there, especially me, because I talk a shit ton on Twitter, and I'll, mm. I always love talking to listeners and new people. So definitely add me if you uh, if you hear this. Um, you are such a follower hole. I am. The more followers I get, the more problems I have. More money, more problems. Yes. Uh, but that's it. I think if I'm missing anything, I don't think so. Check out, uh, check out the site. We're going to have some videos up this week. We're going to have some more reviews. You can check out my lightning returns video, not video, but I was going to do a video, but I got to get another HDMI cable, unfortunately. Um, but you can check out my review, uh, going live this week and try and pump that out as fast as I possibly can. And, uh, yeah, that's it. So Jason, if you would, be so kind to take us out, please. Alrighty.